right. All right. All right. Listen, I, I know... I know it's been over a year, probably, by the time you hear this. Maybe it's been less than a year. I don't know what time is. Uh, Joe, do you know what time it is? Literally no idea. Exactly. Okay. Well, uh... I have clinical time blindness, Sketch. You know this. <laughs> listen, I don't... Listen, I I think everyone has developed a degree of clinical time blindness over the I course... I don't know if that's the real term. Uh. <laughs> I, think, I think we're having... There's, there's been temporal anomalies... All over the place, and I, I think as a result of that, we've had some other people who have been dragged into uh, this special, by special I just mean actual existent, <laughs> installment of Shardpoint Academy. So, we're back. Maybe for more than one episode. Uh, not not for, like, this will be one episode, we'll do some more later on, but... I really thought you were going to do the reverb on when you said Shardpoint Academy. Well, I can do that if you want me to. I do. Okay, I do. fine. So, yeah, yeah, so, as a note here, for those of you that are being quiet on the call for some reason, uh, we are back <laughs> they're with... They're scared. <laughs> I, they're scared of what? They're scared of Shardpoint Academy. <laughs> What was oh, that? It was chaos. Welcome to Dice Funk. Welcome to Dice Funk Shardpoint Academy. For those who... Guten Tag, everyone. Yes. Before we get to introductions of our illustrious cast for today, uh, I will do a brief primer on what the heck is a Shardpoint? How do you do a Shardpoint? You know, so those things. Shardpoint Academy is one of the... Is basically like a side anthology series that takes place between seasons three and four of Dice Funk, Ilium, and Valentine. Watch both seasons if you want. Um, have fun watching them. <laughs> have fun watching them, yes. Watch them all, watch them both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. How are we going to watch it? It's an audio based medium. I don't. We're going to cut that out. Cut that they're, out, they're, Austin. Understand the there are, they're, 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 they're uploads on YouTube. I know because I made them. So. You're a fucking dream killer, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. what they call me. Dream killer Dan in the corner there. <laughs> well, but yeah. The, uh, Everyone knows you can watch and listen at the same time. Yes. The, uh, the important thing is that Shardpoint is. An adventurer school. Yeah, it's not like it's not it's not a magic school like Strixhaven. So it's better than Strixhaven. I'll just say that because <laughs> you can have people that are not spellcasters in the school. It's completely fine. Shots fired. Yeah. Well, like, what are they gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. Because <laughs> sounds like them. Sounds like them. Anyways, so uh, with that being said, though, uh, each episode involves some. Uh, I would say, hmm, some of the people of Sharpoint Academy, this could be students or faculty. Today, we got a, a staff full of various interesting employees of the Academy itself, headed by the mysterious, uh, scruples-lacking uh, headmaster, Orin Waite, and more importantly, his weasel familiar, Jamarius Jenkins Jollygood. Um <clears throat> JJJ. Uh, JJJ. So, but before we get to find out who our characters are, we need to get introduced to who the players are. And one of you made yourselves known in a uh, very clear fashion. So, uh, uh, Dan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Remind everyone who Hi. you are. Yes. My name's Dan. 
I uh, I was I played Gorbo Gutter Slump on Kill Frosty a year ago, and I'm back. You can't keep me away. Uh, let's see, what's there to say about me? I work in IT. You can't really find me anywhere online. So if you do need to reach me, uh, throw a note down the abandoned well in the middle of the forest, and you know it'll get to me. Fantastic. Uh, also joining us today is um, well. Pooh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Who are you? What are you about? Where can we find you? Uh, oh, it's so much pressure. Uh, hi, I'm Pooh. I started playing D&D a year ago. I don't know how I got here. Uh, you can find me on a Legend of Nat One podcast that I edit and produce. And uh, NYC Gamers. That's why in the gamer, because I make, help make safe places for the gays and the queers. And if you want to find me personally and hunt me down... I'll be um, the bucketless gamer on Twitter, uh, Twitch, and Facebook gaming because I want to stop playing games and I'm going to play every game so I can never play them again. That's a that's an admirable goal there. And uh, last but not least, Joa, welcome back. Thank you, Skitch. <laughs> <clears throat> I was going to say that was an incredible intro from Pooh. Uh, I you are so cool, and I'm so glad to be on this with you. But yeah, I'm Joa. I uh, go by she and they pronouns. Um, I'm in Philadelphia. Austin Yorski is my partner. Give him money, please, at patreon.com slash Austin Yorski. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin's going to be hearing this while editing it. So yes, just just uh, Austin. Austin, this <laughs> yeah. is your fault, but you're welcome, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> And, and I realize, like every time uh, I I record anything, I am I, not saying this. Like, <laughs> yes. So, um, but I uh, by day I founded funding for social change. So I do grant writing and creative design to help social justice projects get money from wealthy people to redirect the flow of capital to important social justice, racial justice, economic justice projects. Um, and it's best to think of me as not knowing how to play D&D, um, and just to have a good time. <laughs> Man, you two really just, fuck, just blow me out of the fucking water here with all your very nice projects. Meanwhile, I tell people how to type values into computer screens. You, you tell them how to turn it off and turn yeah. it on again. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's yeah. mostly what they need. This is true. Boomers don't know what they're doing. It's very sad. Also, you've been <laughs> in. You've been haunting the nightmares of all Dice Funk listeners for a year, and now your voice is back. So I, I think yes. you've paid a big splash. Yeah. As for me, I am no one important. No one needs to know who I oh, am. Don't but do if that. you insist, if you insist, uh, <laughs> fucking baiting uh, us. We'll we give you speech. compliments. All right, you know what happens when we give you compliments. We did, and he was speechless. It was. It's not on the recording. We said how much we love Sketch and how cool he was, and he was silent for a full five seconds. <laughs> the best part is that if you did it now, I would still be speechless. So it wouldn't be on the recording either. That's the magic of being oh, speechless. That's the trick. Yes. At some point during this podcast, I'm going to give you a compliment. Oh, you better not. Don't don't threaten me with a bad time. Anyways, I would have uh, <laughs> Austin, uh, edit in comments all in post, just just around it. <laughs> but uh, uh, my name is Michael Sketchiano. Most people go by Skitch because, I don't know, they can't pronounce Skitchiano. Relevant for later on. Um, I, I can't pronounce Michael. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's I not do. funny. 
<laughs> I, I do. Uh, I I do music. I have aggressive opinions about tabletop role playing games. I'm interested in user interface, user experience. I spend way too much time lurking in the Dice Funk Discord. Uh, so if you want to find me, you can find me there. You can find me at Skitch Music on Twitter, or you can go to my website, which is actually michaelskitchiano.com. That is Michael, last name spelled S-C-H-I-C-I-A-N-O.com. And with that, I believe that's our introductions out of the way. So that leads us to our next item on the itinerary. Who? Who are we playing today? Who? Hmm. Well, let's figure that out as we set the stage for what's going on. So... Every good episode of Sharpoint Academy begins with our illustrious, um, illicit, supposed heroes being called up to the headmaster's office because something is demanding their attention and the headmaster, the gnome Orin Waite, is otherwise unable to take care of the problem himself. So, of the three, I believe the first two that will make it to the headmaster office will be uh, Pooh and Joa. You two have been called up to the office in the form of a little message delivered to you by JJJ. Basically, you're in wherever you were, whether you were teaching a class or otherwise, but feel free to introduce who are your characters. Uh, who wants to take the lead there? Yeah, I can go. So, I'm Sin. I am a fairy, and I'm an inquisitive rogue. Um, I'm also a guidance counselor, and it makes sense that I'm here with Tim, which we'll know more about in a second, uh, because uh, as we were talking about just a second ago, um, we're bros. We're just lads being bros, bros being lads. Um, and I want to say that I think we're called here for the squeezing that's going on. <laughs> I will say that, like, I assume that when you got the message to come to the office, you were basically advising some student on some matter. And JJJ, being both cute, but also completely unaware of norms, just sort of, like, popped in through a little tube opening in the wall to leave the note on your desk and then leaves while you're counseling some student about something. Uh, okay. Well, so how yeah, do you normally... I, yeah. I am a, a counselor. I use she, her pronouns. Um, I am a level five inquisitive rogue. Um, I have very great perception and insight. I can, you know, see who's lying. I've got fairy fire enlarge and reduce um shimmery wings um just think of me as tank girl tank girl but a fairy right right, uh, right. tiny but fierce and um known by all of the problematic adolescents in shard point <laughs> uh, uh, yeah but, uh, probably have a, a problematic adolescent in the room just being like uh, yeah so uh what do you want me to do like I don't know, like, find myself, you know? I well, just... What a, yeah. What, what else do you think you're going to do in here? Uh, I've got my uh, sketches. <laughs> this is a great idea that I, um, I'm i always carrying around a little coffee and a thimble. <gasps> um, so I'm just a little judgmental and um, fluttering in the air and very eye roll because, you know, I've been here before. I've done this. Um, I've... I'm far traveler background and um 
the kids appreciate how real I am with them. It's like, listen, you know, I, I, I just like setting things on fire, but sometimes I just, you know, I, I don't know what else to do. Sometimes the fire goes out early or sometimes it's going on for too long and I got something else to do. I just, you know, I just don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, you know what, Jimbo? I've had this idea that I think that I've been thinking about you for my how to escalate de-escalation tactics. And I, I think you would be great. Um, let's set fire to shit. You just got to know how to hone in your skills and leverage those strengths for other activities. There's a lot of people in the world that need to be set on fire. Um, and I kind of come down and wrap my arm around his <laughs> shoulder and do a little pat pat. It's it's weird because like this is a Goliath that you're talking to, so he's just that much bigger than you. <laughs> that is just like you're, you're like this little tiny pixie, little tiny fairy, Absolutely just like unfazed. constantly, uh, like yeah. just like. It's like oh. uh, uh, Jimbo, uh, you know, wipes flicks away a tear. I think that's what happens. Yeah, we, so we've had like a bonding moment. Yeah, and then you're able to kind of move on uh, over to the office. Uh, Pooh, I, I have an important question about sin. Uh, does Sin have a comically small chair that she sits backwards on when she has to real talk with the students? Uh, I like to think that the chair is also floating and has wings. <laughs> yes, that's, a, that's very right, good. That's, that's all. That's all I needed to know. Basically, the, basically the office that she in used to belong to a different counselor. So it's like there's like a, a human sized desk that that like is basically like an entire office laid out on it. So like there's like an office within the office on the floor. What? what? What, what if it was a Goliath office and it's just that much bigger? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next up we have uh, Tim. Go ahead. I, uh, I hope that's how that works out. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. So, uh, sorry. Moving on to our next person, uh, Pooh. Your character is a teacher, I believe. So they might be finishing up a lecture or something when they get their letter from their instruction from JJJ to go to the headmaster's office. Uh, what can you tell us about your character? Oh, am I in the office with them? No, oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying like, just, you know, like you're, I'm just saying this, you're getting called in, but before you get to the office, tell me about your character. Who are they? Well, I am Timothy A. Salamander. I am not a salamander. Um, if you would see him from behind, you would see, I guess, what you would think it would be a regular humanoid body uh, with a bronze, a copper-ish skin. Um, but if you was to view them from the front, uh, they would have no face. Um, well, at least not at the moment. Um, dress, and I, I realized describing him earlier, he's kind of piratey, but it's more like high thigh-high boots, um, some nice pants, a belt, um, a vest, you know, a nice little button-up shirt that's very open. And uh, yes, he's a warforged. Uh, he's also the professor of sexual education. Um, if you was to catch him during, like right before doing, uh, leaving his classroom, he's probably reading um, something to the students in a circle as he pours a nice cup of hot joe um, from his body because he is a <laughs> artificial um, alchemist. Mm. Uh, An artificial alchemist. Okay, okay. Yeah, what is Tim reading to the students in sex ed? Oh, okay. Oh, I have something prepared, just in case that was us. Um, I need oh, no. this. All right. I bet it's an Ikea assembly manual. So as he's, no. as he's reading, he's touching his face, and it uh, a face appears kind of like a Lego. 
and um, he switches characters as he's talking. Um, Surface starts, it starts off as, you're impossibly fast and strong. Your skin is pale and white and ice cold. Your eyes change color and you levitate. Also, you have a hundred more eyes. And then he touches his face and changes to a male face and going, go ahead, say it. What am I? And she touches her face. He switches faces again. They're like, you're a beholder. And it's like, yes, yes. Tell me your name. It's like, Anastasia Gorgon. And it's like, look at me. No, you'll die. They're like, look at me. And she looks and one of his eye stalks starts to turn to stone. And then it stops. And it's like, what? What is this? It's like, I have an anti-magic cone. You can never stone me, my love. And they embrace these and that's all not... for today, class. Um, <laughs> These kids aren't learning shit. <laughs> that is all for today, class. I hope that uh, you've had a great lesson. Um, and I want everyone to write uh, a two-page essay on whether or not the magical cone could stop him from being turned to stone. Also, Bethany, you get an alchemy vial for guessing today's safe word. Uh, which was artificer <laughs> because nothing kills sex like being um actually by someone. So I don't, actually, I don't think you should have to guess a safe word. Uh, <laughs> I roll a d6 of four. Um, they do get something once I find my I'm alchemy. fucking dying. <laughs> I believe, is that a, a vial of, she wants a vial of flying? I think that's what four is. Uh, in yeah, and and for the the rolls, uh, you can do you can do them on the uh, on the roll twenty thing by doing slash r and then the dice value there. So like slash r d six would be the way that we do like a d six roll within roll twenty. I rolled a three. They get a because oh, so also I lift up my arm and very like Death Stranding, a little vial pops up from under him and it fills up and he pulls out an experimental elixir. And Bethany is rewarded resilience. The drinker gains one bonus to their AC for 10 minutes. And you're like, excellent job. Till tomorrow, class. Wait, wait, wait. Who the fuck is Bethany? Oh, she. One of the students. She guessed. It's just one of yeah, the she just wanted to do She guessed one of the, the, the safe, word of the, the safe word? the safe word of the day. The safe word of the day. Dan, we don't actually need you here. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll, guess I'll just go. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. So, the two, so the two of you. Head over to the headmaster's office, and while you're there, uh, we walk in. You see Orin Waite, the the gnome uh, rogue, sitting at his desk, kind of like a bit frazzled as usual. On the desk is a little bed, and there's a little plaque in front of the bed that just says Jamarius Jenkins, jolly good. And you can see the weasel like taking a nap in there, wearing his vest as usual, and all that good stuff. And oh, Orin looks melted. up. He's like, "What?" I said I just melted. <laughs> Orin just looks up. It's like, oh, oh, good. Okay, the two of you are here. I'm still trying to figure out where uh, this third person is. Uh, I was going to have Sp Sparkles help with this, but he told me to contact Night Shift. Who works the Night Shift here? We have a Night Who Shift. Who is? We have nighttime uh, professors. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone at night shift. I don't know what you're talking about. It, well, it's the it's supposed to be the and the custodial staff, the night shift there. But I don't know where to find this let, person here. Let me ask an important question. 
Uh, does he happen to have a closet in his office? <laughs> of course there's a closet in his office. Uh, all right. I'm going to activate my ability. Uh, be right there. Yep. <laughs> so, make your entrance. All right. Uh, as, as he's attempting to figure out just who Night Shift is, the door to his closet uh, kicks itself open from the inside. Uh, and out walks uh, this just scrungly old man with a long white beard uh, and a dusty old jumps uh, janitorial jumpsuit. His na- he has like a name tag on it, but the name is uh, it's written in, in a completely unintelligible language. Uh, his eyes aren't really even looking in the same directions; they're just kind of unfocused and hazed over. He's complete. He's completely bald except for like a couple tufts of hair behind his ears. His head's covered in liver spots, uh, and then. He strolls right into the room, grabs one of the chairs, turns it around all cool-like, and sits down. All cool-like. I just want to say that, that it, is, it is canon in Dice Funk that that's specifically how a youth group pastor yeah, sits. sits down backwards. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Ori just, just looks at your, at your character when they come in, Dan. They walk on over, sit down, and then Orin's like, uh, excuse me, um. Who are you? I turn to Sin and say, oh, clearly we've interrupted something. Let's go back to the teacher's lounge and let them have their moment. You asked for a night shift, janitor? Well, I'm here. Wait, okay, so, um, all right, so, uh, okay, so what's your name again? I don't understand the question. I think he thinks his name is Night Shift. And he points right to his completely unintelligible uh, name tag. Oh, it says uh, it says nothing. I I can't see what that says. It says nothing. I'm petting I'm petting Mr. Jollygood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the you can uh, roll a, just roll a d twenty while you pet uh, Jollygood. Just go ahead and do that for me, please. Oh no! I don't don't ma- let me fail. Don't worry. Just roll. Hey, I got what a did you, roll, what? you got a fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You you were doing just fine. That's a you're good like, pet. That's a good pet. Yeah. You're able to like basically sit there alongside J J J J. Just give him the little petting. While all while Orange is sort of staring like eyes borderline defocusing for a moment. While he's trying to comprehend what your character is. By the way, Dan, do you want to explain a little bit more about who your crotchety old man is yes as you do that i touch my face with a acquisitive look looking towards you uh yes i am playing night shift uh air quotes around the name he is a janitor uh, quotes around janitor a- <laughs> yeah well, hey, he's a very good custodian thank you very much uh he is a warlock mechanically and his pact is just listed as the walls of the academy. So do with that what you will. <laughs> yeah, people may be wondering: Did did Skitch just invent and design a custom uh, patron just for the sake of this one shot? And the answer is, of course I did. Of course I did. Didn't you? So wait a second. Pause. Don't act like that. That's something super, super crazy. Didn't you make like a super double astronomical, astrological chart sign thing? <laughs> you did do that, Sketch. <laughs> you did do that. Listen, that that took that took weeks to workshop. This took me like two hours. So, anyways, <laughs> the important thing here is just the fact that um, to clarify for the audience, 
Uh, this just gives Mr. Knight here, or Mr. Watch, I don't know, uh, some special abilities pertaining to the school itself. So. I'm scared yet excited. As introductions and weasel petting commence, um, Oren just sort of calms down a bit, rubs his hands like, okay, in any case, I've called you all here because there is a situation that requires uh, a bit of attention. Um, Miss Sin? Yes? I, you're interrupting me as I'm saying to the to Mr. Jolligan, you don't know anything about squeezing, do you? No, you don't. No, you don't. We could teach him. <laughs> you've been, to my understanding, that you've been uh, assigning some of the students who have been seeking your counsel to engage in volunteer work in the uh, waste management uh, site we have here on campus. Yeah, it's a you know it's part of the theory. You 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 treat them like trash. They understand that they're they're trash, and uh, they they deal with it, and they work through their problems, and they get to shit set shit on fire. It's cathartic. How many times do I have to explain this? Well, it's more the fact that I've been getting reports from students who have been working on that site of some unusual happenings that are. Atypical for the location. And oh, I don't know. You need to talk about Tim, sex ed robot over here about that. I don't know about anything unusual going down in the, the waste management. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a, there's a saying in my classroom, do not yuck someone's yum. You never know if you might like it until you, know, you try you know, it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't yuck someone's yum, would you, Mr. Jollygood? No, you wouldn't. Yeah, kids these days, they can't stand no chrono chronomic anomalies or unholy abominations no more. I will let you know that Miss that Professor Salamander is being brought along here because of their alchemical specializations, which will allow them some aid in case there is, I don't know, something that might cause an infection while in the site. That is the primary reason for calling them in here. But the point of the matter is that while trying to figure out what could be the cause of the problem, I consulted the Shardpoint Tome of Location and have discovered that there appears to be an unaccounted magical item in that vicinity. Uh, I hope we didn't burn it. <laughs> like, like, are you going to explain what this magic item is? Unfortunately, it is not known what the item specifically is. All I can find out is that it... Orwin, you're always so helpful. You know, that, that's always what I tell people about you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. When the animal review comes by, that will certainly be helpful. It appears the item is related to conjuration. So maybe it might be bringing in something. I don't know. Gotcha. Conolingus. We must find it. Oh. <laughs> I, I would be attending this matter, but unfortunately in the... Upcoming months, we are preparing for various meetings, including our annual Patron Teachers Association meeting for the Warlock Academy. So, I... Oh, that's always a messy cleanup. <laughs> I'm sorry, did we just say there's an artifact that conjures cunnilingus? Is that what it was just <laughs> That's my take on it. That's what I understood. Okay. Well, I, I believe Tim. Uh, moving on. Oh, but why the, why the janitor? The 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 custodian a custodian was requested because you're going into the waste management site. My kids are doing just fine with waste management. I don't know. That's, and cunnilingus. Uh, 
Yeah, well, we don't know that that's happening at the waste management. Uh, well, it's happening it in the school. N- night shift uh, folds his arms and says, well, these morning shift custodians clearly don't know what they're doing around here. I mean, look how dirty this office is. I will let you know that every speck of dust in this place is accounted for, Mr. Shift. But, irrespective, the irrespective, if there's anything else that you require in order to take on this task, please let me know. Otherwise, your responsibilities are being covered by other faculty in the meantime. And besides, it's not even night shift yet, so you're off on that respect. He points over to the custodian. Well, if you don't want the best, I could just go back into the closet right there. Oh, well, <laughs> listen, you never have to go back into a closet. There are always other options, and you will always find people who can accept you. Come with me. And I think I poured him a glass of tea. You don't never, we can figure this out for you. I don't think I need to have a conversation with Mr. Nice. I just want to say that I think Tim is more qualified to be a guidance counselor than Sin. So. Well, you did call students pieces of trash, which is generally not the most. It's mis- It's like a Mr. Miyagi situation. You know, wax on, wax off. I'm trash, you're trash. It's and Sin would probably be a better trauma bonding. Sex. Sin would probably be a better sex ed teacher. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. One day we'll discover it. Probably not by the end of this one shot, but one day. So, but are there, if, there are, if there's any other questions that you all have for Mr. Headmaster Wait, you are welcome to ask them of him before you head off. Where'd you where'd you get this weasel from? Why don't we have weasels? That's a question I'd like to know. Can Mr. Jollygood come with us? I think we need him for getting into small spaces. This this I this object, you don't know anything about it. It could be very small. And how does he feel on tea? I make a lot of tea. I don't think I can actually carry Mr. Jollygood, can I? Uh, like, like, Orin will just sort of like hear all these questions and will answer them kind of in rapid succession. He points over to Tim and says, Mr. Jollygood is my familiar, so that's where they came from. There are many people with familiars in this academy. In fact, we have a familiar training course that we offer for students of all ages who are working with the familiar relationships. And if you wish, Miss Sin... Demarius may accompany you if that is what your request. As long as he's okay with it. And then, do I have to, like, I'm so small. <laughs> Am I going to heave, heave, like, throw I mean, him I over mean, my like, shoulder? Like, I mean, let me just flip a coin here to see if if, Jamer- if Jelly Good, like, does a little, like, you know, weasel war dance and rolls on top of you. You know, yes. he does. He does he rolls around a bit, but he doesn't crush you under himself, but he just, like, rolls around playfully on the bed, you know. Um, anyone else other than Sin, if you wish, can pick up. I mean, you gotta keep in mind, t- like, he's tiny. He's not that big, but... So, like, anyone else, anyone in the party who wants to carry him or just lead him along, you're welcome to do so. I think I don't trust Night Shift because... Fuck. Uh, the janitors started cleaning around the office. <laughs> Hey, that's that's a good work ethic. Uh, I respect this uh, man. So I'm gonna ask Tim. Um, Tim, you think you can help me out here? Uh, I, I think it's really important that he comes with us. You're right. It is very important. And I go, and it seems like I'm reaching down for the weasel, but I go towards their their cup, which seems like half empty now, and I open up my finger and refill her cup. Aww. 
as as you're giving giving out these little drinks, you very at one point very clearly see Night Shift drink some cleaning supplies. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I, I can make you something else. Would you like rather have something else that seems quite powerful? No, sh- they say it makes the squeezing that much better. <laughs> it keeps the arteries nice and clear. I, I also have an alchemy jug. Do you need anything like honey or? Maybe some ale instead? Don't give this man ale. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, no siree, don't drink on the job, as he takes another swig from from his uh, from one of his various chemical unguents. Listen, Oren, it sounds like we're good here. We gotta go check out the trash dump. Uh, what do you need from us? Just report back when you've discovered what the source of these unusual reports are. That should be just fine. All right, you better have someone good replacing me. Oh, don't worry. We don't. You don't worry about that. We have plenty who are qualified, even if they aren't to your particular level of quality, Miss Sin. I pick up both Sin and a weasel and put them on my shoulder. <laughs> All right, so after being given your task, you're being told, hey, something's going on in the waste management site, which is basically like, the best way to describe it, it's like a landfill, but like it's not like it's basically where um the upper class students are doing research about like, you know, uh <laughs> waste management, recycling, cleanup work, and things to kind of help like, you know, be as ecological as possible. Okay, when so, you said upper class, I thought you meant like wealthy. <gasps> And I was like, this is some social commentary sketch. No, I'm talking okay. about I'm talking about like I'm talking about the doctoral students who are working yeah. with abjuration yeah. magic. Okay. You know. I was thinking the same thing, but yeah. I didn't say it. Like this is why I'm fucking breaking them down emotionally and mentally. It's because they're little upper class kids. Yeah. So yeah, we, we again like we have we have doctoral level students here at Shard Point. So that's whole the thing going on here. So um you're being tasked to go over there because you're getting reports that things that are kind of weird are happening over there, and there appears to be a magic item that's unaccounted for in the area. So as you enter the site, it is outdoors. It is midday. Um, as you go in there, um, you'll see that there's some people milling about. Uh, one thing you might notice along the way is a small campfire that has been made with uh, a pair of students just kind of sitting nearby chatting about some stuff. Um, Sin will recognize that these are students that she has specifically sent to do work out here in the site. Uh, as as we enter, um, I think also around his neck are uh, two little beads, kind of like a kuma from Street Fighter, his beads, but it's only like two of them and a little bit smaller. He's going to touch one of them and use his magical tinkering because we are in a waste management facility he's gonna assume that it smells like uh stuff so he makes it smells within up to 10 feet away everything smells like uh, a little bit like peppermint i i actually um yeah everyone can just roll perception on the way into the waste management site just just roll, give me a quick perception roll there yeah i got a five <laughs> Yeah, so I have a plus nine in perception, and I rolled 20. Um, don't y'all bring me down. I got a 12. <laughs> Tim is so absorbed in trying to mask the smell of the waste site 
that they don't notice what it actually smells like. Mm. Light shift. I'm assuming your sense of smell is just kind of suspect anyways. Well, he he's he's just kind of taking a deep breath and going, ah, I love the smell of trash in the morning. <laughs> Which is weird because Sid notices it doesn't smell like trash around here. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So uh, I'm going to walk up to, or rather I'm like fluttering, right? I'm going to yep. uh, fly over to uh, these students that I know. Yep. Like, hey, kids, how's it squeezing? Ah, oh, oh, shit. Uh, 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 hi, Miss Sin. Uh, oh, this... what's going on here? You got some drugs? What's, what's going on? <laughs> you going to share? Yeah, you, got, you know you got to say something. No, 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 we don't have any drugs. I just wasn't expecting to see you out here. We were uh, uh, taking well, a break. Ah, well, I'll see you later. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. What's going on? You uh, notice anything weird around here lately? It's a nice fire. Uh, 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 uh thanks. Uh, uh, Jimbo helped out with that a little bit earlier on. Um, he's a good one, that Jimbo. Uh, the, the the student you're talking to is just like kind of skittish uh, tabaxi uh, kid. Um, and he's like, uh, well, uh, most of the stuff here is kind of fine. There's that that one pile over there. He kind of he kind of points off and you see this sort of like oddly like really tall pile of trash. Looks kind of like Tataris from Persona 3 where it's just like this straight like tall pile that just kind of keeps going up quite a bit taller than would be practical. And as you look over there, uh, Sin will notice the fact that there's like a little bit of like what seems like steam or smoke kind of rising off from the very top. I assume that Night Shift is uh, trying to huff it. And uh, I'm going to. Oh, I, actually, he's, he's busy telling uh, Mr. Salamander. Now, remember, there might be some open fires around here. And as you're a salamander, you don't want your skin I'm to I'm going to save out. Tim from this conversation. I've told you so many times <laughs> on this journey to this facility, I am not a salamander. <laughs> Tim, 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 Tim. Uh, I, think, uh, I think we've got someone over who could use some tea. You, you still have, you had any left in you? Oh God, yes, please. The uh, the thing about you mentioned about like you know someone huffing the the smoke. Um, the pile of like to to estimate from this far out, it's like a four story tall pile of garbage off of the distance. Like oh, like but like that's sort of like what you're what what the what the student points to a little bit earlier on there. So like um, I'd like to roll insight to uh, get a little bit more into. Because I, I can tell the student is nervous, but I don't really understand why, and it doesn't seem like they can tell me. Sure. I mean, go ahead. Roll your insight. Because I also have plus nine in that. Fifteen. You can tell that the student is basically, like, nervous because uh, you like because you sent them over here to do work, and they're currently not doing work. So they feel like, oh, no, uh, I've, been, I've been found out. I'm in trouble. I'm going to mm. be... Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Tim comes over. <laughs> Tim comes over and uh, lifts up his arm, and as he lifts up the arm, a small vial and a small cup is from under there, and he pulls it out and fills it with tea. Now, now, son, I want to know, and you're not in trouble. Have you seen a magical orb of cunnilingus around here? A what? <laughs> if, Don't worry. He's uh, the sex ed teacher. You yeah, know. yeah. Just answer the question. Hey, yeah. Tr- uh, try this. It's a nice tea. Uh, a rich sugary taste, uh, like the morning when you see a sunrise. 
Try it. It'll make you comfortable. And tell us about Cunnilingus. Out of character, I'm just going to say, you're not going to get me to talk about this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're really pushing it to the edge here. We're really, I guess the question is, does he know, does he know anything about magical items around him? I'm, I'm pretty uh, impatient, and I'm going to be like, you know, I don't want this. I can tell that this kid is kind of like scared that they're not I, that I'm judging them for not doing or that I caught them. And so I'm just be like, keep it squeezy, kid. And I fly away. And has a has Sin told Night Shift that she has been sending students here to clean? Uh, uh Night Shift might have heard Oren talk about that earlier on, but he also might not yeah, have been yeah, paying yeah. attention. He, Night Shift was there in the uh, closet. So- I think. That this is, this, well, t- he technically wasn't, but still, uh, anyway, well, like, doesn't matter. We'll find how out. How much is he actually on. listening ever? So, uh, he, he, so he, he takes his job very seriously. And from his point of view, uh, these students have been uh, deputized as custodians. And I am going to enact my haunted one feature. Uh, and I am going to start rounding up these lazy students who aren't working and start directing them to clean up these piles of trash. <laughs> well, yeah, there's, there's there's other piles of trash around. Um, most of them are sectioned off that way to do specific research into the best way of managing different trash types. So you send the students off to... Get them on the four-story four four pile. Yeah. Oh, he, well, he's a professional. He needs to get that one. <laughs> well, like, so... So, like, you, uh, so the main thing you notice is that these students, like, start uh, merging, like, kind of, uh, like, collecting up these smaller piles of trash, and then the grad students show up and they're panicking because they're like, no, 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 you can't mix the papers with the uh, polymers. That's not going to work. And then that whole thing kind of creates a little bit of a a snafu as you go along. He Um, does not care. I know he does not care. Uh, He knows what he he thinks is best, and he's enacting it. I'm following on to the bigger giant pile of trash. Yep. Uh, all right. As you approach the uh, the main pile of trash center, you notice that like no one's really messing around with it. Um, it just sort of like just seems to exist. And more notably, there appears to be like like a door at the base of it as you get closer to it. Oh, I want a door roll for something. What do I have? Uh. I have a four in investigation. Can I do that? I mean, you want to roll investigation. You absolutely can. Sure. Uh, I'm going to roll with because I also have a four. That's 15 plus four. That's 19. Oh, fuck. I got a 21. Y- you know what? Sure. I, he's probably headed over to clean up the big one himself. So he'll he'll start screwing around with it. Like I like the idea that we both know more of what to do than night shifts, <laughs> but... Um... <laughs> He's, he cares about what this is. It's just a problem to solve. He has to clean. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so here's what happens. The two of you are kind of investigating and noticing, like that. So Tim and uh, Sin are investigating the trash pile and like moving some items around. Uh, Night shift like takes a shovel and tries to jam it in to wedge out some of the trash. I assume, right? Yeah. Or he's just going barehanded right in there. He's like trying to dog. dive right in. There's a problem. There, there's a problem when you do that. It's basically like you hit in and it just like doesn't go in. It's almost like this is. It's almost like this is actually like a shell of garbage that's like a wall, and there's actually like you can't like pull objects out 
from it easily. All right, Night, Night Chip's gonna put his head right uh, right up against this wall, <laughs> and he like his ear right up against it, and he's like tapping on it like a safe cracker. Uh, and after a few moments of this, he goes, "Well, I'm gonna have to blow it up from the inside." I say, "No!" I, and I'm because I'm I've pulled back and I'm fluttering away and I'm looking at him saying, "It's art." Oh, he's already committed to blowing it up from the inside. He's he's going right in. All right. So so do what, what do you do with the door? Do what do you do with the door there, uh, Night Shift? Uh, is it just like is it got a doorknob on it? Anything written on yep. it? Yep, that's a doorknob. Yeah. Uh, any writing on the door? Uh, no. All right. Well, he's he's just gonna open it up. All right. So you open the door, um, and you see like it, it just sort of looks like a room on the inside. Mm-hmm. But it's not. But it's kind of nondescript. It's sort of like nondescript. You kind of have to look a little bit closer to see what it's all about. I followed Night Shift in. Yeah, you'll, you'll go, and he got no problem with this. He's been working at a magical college for how God knows how long. Well, uh, what does Tim do once he sees? Uh, once they see uh, Night Shift, and I'm assuming Sin just sort of go on in. Oh, he's going to. Yeah, I, I followed in. Pour himself another cup of tea and walk in as well. Right, as you enter, the door closes behind you. Oh, of course it does. Oh, oh, what have we done? <laughs> so is it and dark? No, actually. Oh. So, like, you go in, and, like, the the place has sort of like a, uh, has a little bit of, like, a glow of light from some nondescript location. And you notice a, uh, you notice there are three, um, archways that would have doors in them, but only one of them actually has a door, and that's the one to the right. I've been doing rolls on the side here to kind of check on it here. So you uh, look around and you can kind of see like there's some little objects around in here. It just looks kind of, I don't know, suspiciously put together kind of kind of vibe. If you want to investigate the room further, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I want to also know if, like, Night Shift is more at ease now that things are orderly inside the trash pile. Uh, let's see. So Night Shift is going to utilize uh, one of his special abilities here. Uh, and it is, let's see, where was it? Uh, I think it was Detect Work. Yes. Um, one of your features. One, 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 yeah. One of your features is called Not on My Watch. Yes, that's it. And 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 the thing that allows you to do is to detect work to be done. Right. Uh, and that will give me when I read this uh, as a bonus action, you can detect work that needs to be done, which will alert you the general re- direction and rough difference of the nearest problems that might need to be cleaned up. Higher priority issues will be brought to your attention as needed. You can sustain this as if you're concentrating for a spell up to one hour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you enter in here, and um, the only bit of work that you notice is that there is like a little what looks to be a um, a portion of a sign that is sort of embedded on one of the walls, and it says, um, uh, it says, "Welcome to Dusklade." Um, Welcome to Dusklades with an apostrophe s, yes. but it looks like the sign's broken in half, so it's like it's not complete effectively that's the nearest problem that you notice but everything else in the room seems normal ish how like how the light situation 
Orwin said he, he, the, the sketch said that the light was fine, and uh, or you know, Orwin said there is something uh, maybe related to conjuration. I feel like this wasn't here last time I was here. Um, can I use I for detail? Uh, sure, go ahead. So I for detail as an inquisitive rogue, you can use a bonus action to make a perception check to spot a hidden creature or object or to make an investigation check to uncover or decipher clues. So I think right now I'm, well, I don't know if there's any hidden objects in the main room sketch. <laughs> but, it's the first room. Yeah. So. Well, damn. Yeah. 24. 24 perception. So here's what you're able to suss, suss out about the thing here. There are no hidden... Well, here's what you find. Like, as you as you surveil the room, you um, see that in one of the... There's a, there's a couple of barrels set up in the space. There's like a chair, some barrels, like things that you would normally find in like just, I don't know, a dungeon, like a, like a standard D&D dungeon. And one of the barrels, you find... Um, you find a potion. Uh, I hand it immediately to Tim. <laughs> I don't even. Oh, I assume Tim will know what it is. <laughs> let's examine this potion. All right. Uh, if you want to examine your potion, uh, you could just do. Give me a. Give me an intelligence check on that front here. I've got my eye on Night Shift. I'm worried you're going to dismantle this art. This this broken sign is it. Uh... Does it just have a tear in it, or is it like some part of it has been physically ripped off somewhere? It looks like it just sort of like it used to be a single piece of wood and just sort of split in half midway across the middle there. Okay, so uh, he's gonna walk up to it and use mending to repair it. Uh, that will not work. Damn! Because you don't have the other half or part oh, of the side. Okay, I thought I thought even when you said ripped down the middle, it wasn't fully split. You know, okay. night shift. I thought this was your job. Are you supposed to figure out how to? My mind's eye ain't what it used to be. You'll understand when you're a million years old. Uh. Well, I wrote an 18 plus four, so 22. So, uh, you, uh, what you, what you are holding in your hand is a potion of. Let's see here. Uh, you've identified this as a potion of heroism. I'm gonna take that back. <laughs> It is a potion that after drinking it, uh, whoever drinks it gains 10 temporary hit points that last for one hour. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to take it back. <laughs> I mean, Tim would probably give it up because... I know. Of... That's why I wanted, I want Tim to keep it. It's <laughs> because Tim would give it. And I would die for Tim. Yeah. Uh, it's a, To be precise, it is a potion of lesser heroism is the way I would describe it. So it gives you temporary hit points, but not the benefits of less so it's just like huh. now i'll also note a, a thing that might be a surprise to tim and sin is that the potion is in pristine condition pristine mm. condition i mean because it's in a garbage dump so that's why it's surprising right yes like it's like it's like I'm just, perceptive it's, in real life y'all <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like it's it's like it's it's clean it's just like it's just a potion okay so, listen, I want to say this, Sin and Nightshift, ever since we walked through this door, clearly it feels like we've been teleported upon somewhere else, and everything in here feels like a trap. Uh, well, I'll, I'll make a, I'll just tell Nightshift directly, you know that you're still on the campus of Shardpoint. You can tell by your own natural sense that you're still 
on site. You have not. You're not in a different place. Right. I don't think his abilities would work outside of here anyway. Uh, Night Shift's gonna wave him off like, ah, you youngins, you don't know what you're talking about. We're still on campus. I mean, I'm really, I think I'm, like, feeling excited about being here. It's kind of like finding a secret hideout in the woods or something. I'm like, this is, I think this is really cool. And, uh, but I'm also uneasy, and um, I think I want to do that investigation. With the, yeah, so there's the door that you came in, which is closed, and then there's the other door to the the east side of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh- I'm going to go. Yeah, so that's, I want to go there. Same. And also, I want to ask who wants this potion of heroism. It's not just because it's a potion of heroism. It's because um, one thing about Tim is that he's really proud of the alchemy potions he makes out of his body. To have somebody other stuff just wouldn't be the same. So someone, please take some other person. It's like, I'm, I'm homebrew. This is like, I don't know. Just manufacture. Also, 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 uh, no joke, uh, an artif- an alchemist warforged named Homebrew. It's a pretty dope uh, idea. That's a pretty Damn, good one. That so just done, saying that. That is now his middle name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love it. I'm going to take it mostly because I don't want Night Shift to have it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So um, with that being said, uh, Night Shift, you do not find any other pieces of the sign in this room. All right, then he's got to progress to the next one. You got to oh. do these things in stages. It's viscera cleanup detail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who's the first one through the door, I guess, is the question. Oh, no, I, I, <laughs> I think I'll go do it first this time since everybody, I went last last time. All right. So uh, you go through the door. The um, uh, Once everyone is through it, the door closes behind you. Jesus fucking Christ. Automatically, just because, you know. Um, and then uh, the room it looks similar to the prior one, but then the 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 light that was sort of like sustaining the place. Basically, the best way to describe it is that it almost like flickers in a way. And when the light comes back on, you notice that you are not alone in the room. Who's with us? Well, it's not so much who, but what. So what you'll notice is that there is the little, you might hear uh, some little sounds from above. And if you were to glance up, you see three bats in the room. And then, and as you do that, you also hear the hiss of a snake that sort of crawls out from around near one of the barrels as you are now in a room with three bats and a snake. So at this point, uh, I'm going to the very least ask for everyone to roll initiative. I got a six. Oh Jesus! I got a four, and 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 I well, I have a natural one. There we go. So, all right. So, uh, with that being said, Tim, you're first on the scene. So there's some bats around the ceiling, and there's a there's at least one snake that you can see coming out from behind a barrel in the room. What do you do? Well, I wonder, do I have to start off being violent? Can I do some kind of, I don't know, handling of different types of animals with dice in some type of way? I mean, you, you can you can try. So you I can roll shall. whatever you want. I have a plus three with animal handling. So I'm going to see if we can just, you know, if they're going to be chill or not. You you have to pick a specific creature that you're going to be doing this to, though. Oh, okay. I'm going to start with the three bats 
that are above. Well, no, no, no. You have to be a single creature is what I mean. Oh, then that one fuck off snake that's over there by itself looking creepy. Okay, go ahead and you can make your attempt to do animal handling Click. on it. 19. Well, I will say this. The specific snake that you are interacting with doesn't seem to be, like, really aggressive. Uh, so, like, it does seem to calm down a bit. It does seem to make a, a, a really aggressive posture. I will say, though, that... Uh, is there anything else that you do in your turn at this point? Um, I feel like that we enter initiative and I want to attack something, um, but I know... Well, that, you, you, you spent your action doing animal handling, basically. Oh, okay. Other than that, I'll prepare my weapon just in case. So You can have your weapon drawn. Uh, yeah, out, of, out of my arm pops up a little, like, a slot that comes up, and it's my crossbow that is um, infused with re- repeating shot. So I have an infinite okay. ammo crossbow attached to me, and uh, I'm just going to not do anything else. <laughs> All right. So the snake that you're interacting with is notably calm and not really uh, doing much to be aggressive. However, there's another snake around the other barrel, which crawls out and makes an attack on you as you draw out your crossbow. So, Oh, I should have shot that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Does a 16 hit your armor class? God damn it, it did. And it wouldn't have if I would have just kept that infusion, but I really wanted that alchemy jug. Uh, so um, with that there, it uh, it will... Uh, the, uh, the snake in this case will do its constrict attack, which will do four damage to you, uh, bludgeoning, and now you are grappled. Um, I look at this nigga and say, "It wouldn't be the first time." So, so right, so uh, so basically, you see that uh, everyone else sees that Tim goes over and placates one of the snakes, so it doesn't attack immediately. But the other snake goes after, goes after him and gets him restrained. Um, um I can't jump in because I'm not. It's not your turn I, yet, I, right? Yes. So, so I'm like, no, Tim, in slow motion. Yeah. So then the bats all deploy. Each of them are going to do a bite against each of you. So this will be versus uh, the first one will go after Tim. Oh, no. 17. Yeah, my armor class is 15. You get you take one damage from it. Next one will go after Night Shift. 16. Yeah. One damage. And last one, oh, it's a natural 20 against Sin. <laughs> Absolutely. 15 armor class. I say, ooh. Oh, but here's the thing. Uh, the damage is not dice-based, so it can't actually do more than one damage. So it just says what. But it's like a perfect bite, and it leaves a cute little mark. I just want to say that. Or a big mark, because I'm a fairy. Mm-hmm. I think I lose an arm. <laughs> yeah. A Tim is still outraged. It does one damage, and Tim is outraged. All right, so like, yeah, so the bats all deploy out and do these this. little things there. Next up, hey, night shift, it's your turn. Tim doesn't even feel the um, the pain anymore. So you're outraged. Uh, hold, hold still, Mister Salamander. I'll get you out of this, and I'm gonna fire off two eldritch bolts at the snake constricting him. Go ahead, make your attacks. Uh, I didn't know the janitor had it in him. <laughs> that's a, a 26 and a 25. I'm sorry, the second one misses. Oh, wait. Ah, uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, both of them hit. Go ahead and roll your damage for uh, both. 8 and 12. 
All right. So yeah, uh, paint me a picture how you dispatch that snake on uh, on Tim. All right. Well, uh, Night Shift's annoyed because he's gonna make this poor salamander uh, leak blood all over his floor. He still does not understand this man is a robot. Uh, and he uh, <laughs> he rolls up his sleeves all tough old man like, and he goes, "Hey, hold still right there! I'll get that critter." And then he uh, uh, wiggles his fingers a little bit and just shoots two glowing, disgusting green blasts of uh, fire out at these little snakes. Dan, why is it always like this? Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a character actor and I play a specific kind of character. I've played cute characters before, but I won't do it on Dice Punk. So, so here's what happens when you hit those two shots off. You dispatch of the snake pretty much immediately, but when you do so, something weird happens. Like... Um, both the, both the snake that's, that has like Tim, like, uh, grappled as well as this stick that he placated suddenly like change into, you know, those like spring snakes that are like in like fake cans of Pringles and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they, they suddenly become like those and collapse on the ground as the other one is taken out at the same time. What? What the hell? It's like we're we're like in a toy factory. I think Tim turns turns to um night shift and touches his face and now he's making a winky face. And like, thanks there, buddy. He gives a thumb he gives a thumbs up and neither of his eyes are looking into yours. They're both in completely different directions. Good job. Can I just kinda kick it a little bit or like poke it? Well, uh, you're currently still being attacked by bats. Well, yeah, you're still being attacked by a bat right now. So, speaking of which, it is your turn, Sin. So you have a bat that's that's on you, yeah. Yeah, so I did have a... I mean, I wanted to make friends with these bats. We're both, like, flying buddies, but yep. apparently that's not going to work. Um, I did... I did have equipped a rapier before, but I, I changed it... Um, since then and i think my aesthetics are two daggers which has the same mechanically sure. <laughs> but i i like this yeah 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 um so i'm going to do an attack on this here bat that'll be uh d20 plus six for the attack roll okay i did it beautifully and stylishly and everyone's impressed i rolled it a natural 20 so a 26 all right. So as you dispatch the bat that is on you with that natural 20, um, all three bats suddenly like poof and become like those little like rubber, like a uh, Halloween bats that you would find like in a like little kid's haunted house and fall to the ground all at once. What the um, shit? <laughs> so I'm going to pick one. Or I don't think I can pick it up, but I kind of want to. I, I, my reaction is to poke it. Okay, can you guys just let me do this? <laughs> I just want to nudge it. What's happening? N- Night shift's gonna be collecting the other ones to throw out <laughs> <laughs> because they're trash. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I want to investigate these. Uh. But I keep one. I'm like, what? The-? <laughs> like, stop. We need to figure out what's going on. Sure. Yeah. You, uh, I think you have OCD. We should talk about it later, Night Shift. <laughs> it's just another anomaly. You get these all the time. You can't spend all your days trying to figure out what's happening. All right. So, uh, if you want to investigate, I'll just give you. They just look normal, like toy bats at this okay. point. So nothing going on. Um, what? Is- what else was in the room? How's Mr. Jollygood doing? Why didn't we throw the weasel at the snake? <laughs> what the fuck? 
How dare you? How Weasels dare you? fight snakes. They, yeah, could have had a good time. Uh, Mr. Jolly Good is just napping on Tim, just sort of like just the whole time. I make sin. I make sin a new cup of coffee. I was like, "Are you okay? Are you good?" And I lift her up on With my hands. With his little vest. Yes. Okay. So yeah, um, inv- you, you've noticed what unusual factor here, but um, investigating the rest of the room reveals that it all looks pretty much like. The same as the other room. You have, uh, you know, some nondescript little items scattered around. Um, you have, uh, uh, sorry, uh, you have little items strewn about. You you might notice that as you pick up like one of the little like spring snakes, that a a you hear a little clattering of something, and a silver piece falls out of it onto the ground mm. um, as you pick it up. I'm a fairy. I love I love shiny things. I'm gonna More go to garbage. <laughs> no, I, I have to steal. Do I have to roll something to steal it out of Night Shift's hand? Like hey, he won't he won't object if you take it from him. Okay, I take it, and I'm turning around into my tiny little hands. Is there uh, a real Gorbo Guttersloff, Huh? Uh, is there any <laughs> is there anything in this room that's like broken or like dirty or out of place? Not particularly. I mean, again, like things look kind of like mundane. It's weird. Like the walls look like they're, it'd be weird. Imagine that they look kind of like drywall, but there's like, but, but it's like drywall that's been mixed with bits of garbage. So that it just kind of has this look that is both clean, but also like recycled. It's the best way to describe it. I feel like Sin feels kind of at home in here. And it's like, this could be a cool hangout space. I pick up the, the little snake. That hasn't that I placated. I was like, I would have named you something great. It probably has probably has like a little smiley face drawn on it or something, you know. <laughs> oh, I I copy that face and put that face on my face. Yeah, I just. Oh my god, that's so cute. Uh, well, we've learned nothing. So, uh, is there, are there any openings to this room? Investigate the silver thing. Oh yeah, I need to do that. Investigate what? The silver thing is. A it's just silver. a piece of silver, yeah. It's just yeah, a silver it's just coin. A piece of silver, but it doesn't. Oh wait, like... Here, here's a question: uh, Is there anything written on the coin? Is it like a uh, a? Um... It's Gorbo gutter slump. It's just a it, portrait. Uh, uh, this is after he's gotten his mech and has started a hostile takeover of a neighboring country. Uh huh. Um, you, you see the I guess. you see the letters uh, investigating the silver piece. You see the letters M D on it. Oh, a doctor. <laughs> so, okay. uh, so with that, like you can investigate that area, and nothing else really comes note here quite yet. But you came out of, you came from one door, it closed behind you, and there's a door to the north in this room. It feels like we're being led, and I can't say I mind. All right. Well, night night shift needs an exit strategy. You said there were like barrels in this room. Uh, yeah. Yeah, where the snakes were. Okay, he'll he'll take one of the barrels and drag it to the next door. <laughs> and just, as he opens it up, just kind of try to use the barrel to prop it open. Or even lie it down, like, halfway between the two. So when this door inevitably shuts, it'll have to at least, like, try to collapse in onto this barrel first. Good thought. Yeah, so you, you prop the door up with the barrel um, and move on into the next room. Mm-hmm. Um, I take it as a group, right? Yep. Yeah. 
Cool. As you do so, it all looks fine. It looks actually now this room is a little bit different. There's like a nice rug on the ground. Ooh, this is what I'm talking about. Um, there's even like a couch in one corner um, and such. But like as you come in, you hear the door closing behind you and it closes without a problem. Unless any, one of you is watching the door the whole time. I Yeah, I wanted to watch the door because I, pick, I was picking up what he was putting down about the barrel blocking the door. I'm going to the couch. The barrel just sort of like, like, here's the thing. The door closes and the barrel just like moves like it has no weight anymore as the door just sort of pushes it sh- itself shut without a problem at that point there. Are we in a dollhouse? Well, you say that, and then there's another slight flicker of the lights around you, and this time you hear uh, uh, groans, but not groans that are like the fun type, groans that are a little bit more unnerving, perhaps. I was going to say, this perhaps. is a sex ed. Um, I was about to say, this is my room, baby. No, but you hear, like, you hear some groans and then you hear the sound of like someone uh, sh- uh moving and the sound of chain armor and such and then when the when the lights come back up you see yourself in the space and there are four entities in the room alongside you uh one in the same room as you you see what basically looks like a pair of zombies and a pair of hobgoblins behind them oh, big big boys are you gonna be tripping rotten meat all over my nice clean floors? <laughs> and and like and again, it's like it's not clear how do they get in here, where they come from. It doesn't matter. Let's do another quick initiative roll to see how things line up for this room here. I, I'd like to note since since Sin said that she was paying attention to how Night Shift is reacting to things, he has no concern whatsoever that anything weird is happening. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, ten. I love that. Tim's got a twenty there for the initiative. Uh, we got eighteen for night shift. Wow. All right. Uh, and was that a twenty for your initiative there, Sin? Oh yeah. Wait. So do we both? We both have twenty. Uh, so that's what you get to. You get to choose. You get to choose which one of you two goes first. Would you like to go first, my dear? Sure. <laughs> that's- um. I, I wish I, I knew what Bethany guessed what the safe word was. Um, so. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to have the hobgoblins go first because. I like how uh, as Sin and Tim are like, do you want to go first? No, you can go first. You want to go first? <laughs> we'll go. We'll go first. And both of them pull out longbows and fire off shots at. Uh, uh, at. Uh, Tim and Night Shift, the two larger of the entities here. So first is Tim. That's a 15. Does that hit? My armor class is 15. Does that mean yes or no? That means yes. And Night Shift, that is also a 15. Yeah. So you both take seven damage as these two hobgoblins knock, uh, shoot off some arrows your way. Yeesh. Oh, how dare you? And then they turn into toys. <laughs> uh, well, that's their turn, though. So at that point there, it is Sin's turn. So you have these two zombies in the room, and you have some two hobgoblins in there as well. I, 18 plus 6, I got 24. So uh, Here's a question for you. Do you want to attempt to burn your insightful fighting against it to get sneak attack? 
Okay, yes, I do want to do that. So roll your uh, insight. So I'll roll my insight, which is uh, plus nine, and um, sneak attack. I'm going to read it just once per turn. You can deal an extra. Oh, uh, shoot. Three. Wait, do you uh, want me to read it? No, 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 no. I was, I was doing the roll for the hop. So the hobgoblin rolled deception and got a two. Your insight was higher than his deception, so you get your sneak attack damage against the hobgoblin while you slide in and, you know, pick it off there. Aha. Yes. Um, because sneak attack works when I have an ally adjacent to me. I'm not sure that I feel that way about Night Shift, but um, I would die for Tim. So. Uh, no, no, that's that, that's why you did the insightful fighting thing. Because insightful fighting means that you can do sneak attack without having an ally um, nearby. It's the whole point of insightful fighting. Go, go ahead, read insightful fighting for me real quick. Yes. As a bonus action, you can make an insight check against a creature you can see that isn't incapacitated. Contested by the target's deception check, which you just did, Sketch. Um, you're so good to me. <laughs> if you succeed, you can use your sneak attack against that target, even if you don't have advantage on the attack roll, but not if you have disadvantage on it for one minute. Be but Sketch would never give me disadvantage. <laughs> or until you use this feature against a different target. So get fucked, Hobgoblin. All right. So you. So to, to explain what happened, you came up there, you... You read the motions of the hobgoblin, and um, then you uh, go in and stab at it with your dagger. So go ahead and roll your damage for the dagger and add your sneak attack damage. I'm going to do a stab, stabby stab? Yeah, you already did your stab, so just roll your damage. I like to think as he was attacking us, uh, she flew away and started just cutting them up. All right, and then roll your 3d6. Uh, the, the, the sneak attack is 3d6. A total... 16. I'll do math. <laughs> 23. No, 16, because you rolled 7 Oh, plus I rolled nine. them twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so go ahead. How much damage was that again? 16. 16. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get a clean take of it for Austin here. <laughs> I'm so, yeah, so, so you do sorry. 16 damage. Uh, yeah, so like you, so how does it look like when you take out this hobgoblin? Um, I like to think that I do uh, both daggers at the same time, and I go like in a beeline. Um, as soon as I see what happens, I'm just like, what the fuck? And just two stab, two two daggers. Is This is not lethal, is it? I mean, do you want it to be lethal? I absolutely want it to be lethal. All right, cool. You, you, you do This lethal. is how I feel about my friends. <laughs> that night watch. And I just <laughs> stab up. <laughs> yeah, so you so you go in there, you stab so you stab it, you know, you stab the shit out of it, and yeah, hobgoblin goes down. Doesn't seem to bleed that much, but he goes down. I wanna say that there's a lot I, I regret in my life. Let's just have that out. Maybe I say that a lot. There's a lot I regret in my life as as I take the daggers out. <laughs> <laughs> Regret nothing. We're all headed towards eternal decay and entropy as we approach the heat death of the universe. You know, I'm starting to like you, Night Shift. I like you guys too, as he poses dramatically. All right. Cool. All right. So, with that, with Sin's, well, Sin, you ran over, you stabbed the hobgoblin. Cool. Next up, Tim, it is your turn. There are still two zombies in the room. And the one hobgoblin. 
I think Tim won't make the same mistake last time and try to befriend one of them. Uh, he touches his face and it becomes like a little cocky smirk. And he pulls out a little bubble blower and puts it towards his face and casts Acid Splash on the two zombies All right. there. Okay, go ahead. What does what, what, what Acid Splash do? Uh, I, you hurl a bubble of acid, choose to one or two creatures you see within range of 60 feet. Uh, if you choose two, they must be within five feet of each other. A target must succeed on a dexterity save minus 15. Uh, dexterity save of 15, yeah. So Yeah. So D20 minus two. All right, well, the first zombie rolls an 11. Second one rolls a two, so they both <laughs> fail. How much damage do they take? So normally... Uh, I'm level five, so they would take 2d6, mm-hmm. but I am an alchemist. Okay. And my special ability, where did I put it? Alchemical Savant. Whenever you cast a spell using your alchemical supplies, my little thing that I blew, you gain a plus four bonus to one of those rolls. Um, the roll must be a damage that deals acid, fire, necrotic, poison, mm-hmm. uh, or or healing. Right. So I can heal plus four damage. So let me roll that. Yeah. Now. So you can yeah. So you can roll the damage die and then just add four to it. Plus four. Enter. I did it correctly. Okay. It was ten. All right, ten. Uh, very good. Uh, yep. All right. So you do ten damage to both zombies. They there's a hiss, you know, as they uh, get hit by that. And is there anything else that you do on your turn, Tim? Uh, I tell Sin how lovely she was oh. killing that hobgoblin. And I'm just mo- moving my hand back and forth and kind of like fluttering. Um, and then I look immediately at, I think I want to just make direct eye contact with Night Shift, however much that's possible. Uh-huh. Um, get one eye at once. <laughs> <laughs> and say, Night Shift, you think you can help clean this up because the zombies... <laughs> Uh, absolutely. After I absolutely liquidate these fuckers from a living, I'm gonna just run it. Okay, whatever you need. <laughs> Did you say liquidate? Uh, okay. Let's see. I'll uh, I'll take aim at um, uh, at uh, the hobgoblin for the moment and try to take him out. I'm gonna just fire off two more eldritch blasts. It would make me feel good about myself if you killed that hobgoblin <laughs> because i'm not willing to be reflective nor am i willing to be held accountable for my actions all right go ahead <laughs> make your two attacks and uh night shift is a empty void that reflects nothing <laughs> 21 and 26 yeah so uh yeah you you knock out that hobgoblin easily as you do so um kind of like with the other creatures something weird happens they there's like this slight almost like glamour type fey like effect that fades off mm-hmm. and the goblin hobgoblin hit like falls backwards and halfway through the fall they look like they're like a wooden cutout of a hobgoblin like at a carnival that just falls over and lands on its back on the ground uh, i would i would like to state something you said knock out uh, there is in no way a non-lethal aspect to anything Night Shift is doing right now. <laughs> well, I mean, the point being that, like, even if you tried to decapitate this thing in the most gruesome way that we wouldn't be able to show on the HBO adaptation of this, oh, of, you know, of course, uh, it would it 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 would re- it would result in a cute like 
cutout of a hobgoblin falling out on its back on the ground there. I would just like to get across where, while Sin clearly has some level of reservation with the horrific <laughs> murders he just enacted on this uh, this hobgoblin, uh, Night Shift does not have a single reservation, or even to, appears to consider what the moral implications <laughs> of his actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel resolved from all of that, now seeing the wooden cutouts uh, and, uh, and looking for that silver. Uh, well, I mean, like, it's not your turn yet, so we'll get there. Uh, speaking about your turn, uh, it is the zombies' turns now, and, uh, they're gonna go after the ones that just took out the hobgoblins, because, you know, those are the, those are very big threats. So, zombies... <laughs> I tried to, I tried to one-shot both of them. <laughs> and it's gonna take more than that. So, zombie one attempts to attack Sin... And rolls a two as it tries to swing its fists at Sin. You know, big ol' whiff. The other one goes after Night Shift. Uh, the only thing that looks possibly more decrepit than the zombie in the room. And rolls a 19. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so I'm flying. I'm like fluttering out of reach and just have my arms crossed and kind of an eyebrow raised. So, yeah. So Night Shift takes three damage as the other zombie swings and sort of connects. And now we're back to Sin's turn. Okay, I gotta fuck up these zombies. All right. Uh, if you want to, you can go ahead and do your little insight thing. I got a 21. Uh, the zombie rolled a natural one, so yeah. Um, you got a negative two. <laughs> a negative two. Uh, I, I, will, I, will say not, you, I will say that for the purpose of the attack, you do have advantage for it. So go ahead, okay. roll your attack <laughs> twice, and take the better of the rolls there, Sin. Jesus, it was a 23 or a 26. I fucking crit. Well, so all right, so you roll the crit. Let's just do the, let's just do the big numbers here for you here. So uh, crit in this case means you do 2d4 plus 3 plus 6d6 damage. Because as we know, when you crit in an attack, any dice that you roll for damage that's based off that attack gets their dice doubled. So roll me some big numbers. Oh my god, the zombie's gonna explode from this tiny fairy. Yeah. You're gonna fly up its nose and just pop his head open. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so that was a 37. <laughs> we make a great team. I finished the job. This, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if this is about to turn into a toy, but... <laughs> well, well, at the moment, it doesn't seem to, but... Yeah, like you. This is the second enemy that you critted in this dungeon here. Uh-huh. Um, its head just—its head just flies right off. You just uh-huh. like, uh huh. Just like, just. I get a little splatter on me. <laughs> uh no, there's no blood. Oh okay. Um, no blood on these bodies, but you like, you just like, the head just kind of pops off as you do that. And uh, Tim, you got one zombie left in the room. What do you do to it? Well, I'm going to go and. Uh, Sentence, you know, over there now. I'm going to use my crossbow. I'm such a dangerous little fairy. Uh huh. <laughs> now you now you know why the students are afraid of you. <laughs> I I heard that Miss Sin looked at a guy and his neck fucking ruptured. <laughs> Did somebody record this? <laughs> all right, all right. Your your attack lands true. Go ahead and roll your damage. You know what? I should just fix that R. I think what takes me long, because I copied and pasted it, so I never mess it up again. That was my secret. But the R is still a space over, and I got to keep fixing that. All right. Uh, how, do, how does it look like when you take out this last zombie? 
I, I'm nonchalantly lifting up my arm and inside a magical little needle comes out and it shoots it directly towards the pinpoint of back his head. Cool. Oh as, it, as, it, as it impacts, the uh, there's a, another glamour magic and the two zombies appear to be basically large like plush carnival toys. Um, so Aww. the one that was decapitated earlier, like has stuffing, like jutting out of his decapitated neck hole and such. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> How cute. I feel like we're playthings with other playthings. Oh. Does that make sense? Wait, like this could happen to us? Has the Academy ever held like some sort of carnival or anything like that? That's a great question, and the answer is, n well, not like this. You don't remember zombie plushes at the carnival. Um, you, you remember the last carnival they had, they were selling, like, they people were making little JJJ, like, little toys and stuff like that, because everyone loves that weasel. But, you know, nothing like this. This still seems a little weird. Okay. Um, but but as you mentioned that, what else do you do now that you have a moment to kind of look over this room? Uh, well, number one, he's collecting the stuffing that's most likely falling out of the decapitated one's neck. Because uh, it's trash. Probably, yeah, because <laughs> it's trash. Uh, he probably can't keep carrying around all this garbage uh, with him, so he's just going to like stack it up someplace for him to collect later. You said there was a carpet on this floor? Uh, yeah, there's a rug on the floor. Okay, uh, Night Shift is going to say, now a little custodian trick for you. A lazy custodian is really only going to care about the visible areas. But he's going to then pull up the rug to see if there's anything under it. Uh, very good move there. Uh, you do that, you see there's like a little trap door in the floor, actually. Oh my god, killing it, Night Shift. Ah, uh, see, we gotta go clean the basement! <laughs> um, into, so, uh, what do you do once you see that trap door there? Uh, first, I'm just going to make a glance around the room and make sure there's nothing else that needs to be cleaned. <laughs> I think Tim is going to look at it and it's like, well, I don't like that. And then I'm going to um, lift up my arm and you hear a small little whirring and then a ding. And under his arm comes out a small vial. Uh, and I'm going to use a spell, spell slot to make one of my elixirs. And I give Night Shift... Uh, an experiment to elixir of flight. Uh, the drinker gained a flying speed of 10 feet for 10 minutes. Oh, uh, do I have to take it right now or is it like a... You can take it when you want to. Okay. Ah, thank you for the eye drops. And he stashes it in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we may be falling soon just in case. I don't trust it though. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull it open and say, can, can I get some help here? Uh, I use, I put a glove on my mage hand to open it to help. Did you put another glove? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the, the the doors the, the the doors have been clean this whole time, so sure. Well, in case one of them breaks or one of them slips off, you open the trap door, and it doesn't lead into another room or anything. But it looks like there are there is inside of there like uh, best way to describe it is a little. Uh, there's a small, like, little tin. Uh, a small tin in there, actually. Like I a... grab that with my mage hand after I put on another glove. Okay. Uh, investigate it. Well, it's just like a little tin container, uh, you can see. It has a little, it's, a little, it's decorated kind of 
simply and otherwise. So we have a... T- oh, yeah, I'll open it. Uh, inside, you see a small stack of what looked to be cookies. This is very Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> hmm. Uh, we have a silver coin, a tin of cookies, a bunch of dolls. Hmm. Um, I don't feel like this place is particularly malevolent, but then again, that hobgoblin did hit the shit out of me. Hey, Night Shifter, are you hungry? Uh, absolutely! <laughs> I'm gonna toss him one of these little biscuits. He, he sort of, like, catches it in the air with his teeth, and then he, like, scurries <laughs> off into a corner and eats it like Gollum. Cool. Uh, give me a constitution saving throw there, Night Shift. Uh, you bet! <sighs> He's used to this, though. He, like, drinks sewer water and... <laughs> That's an 18. Uh, okay, well, I got some bad news for you, Night Shift. Okay, you rolled an 18-year constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, well, that's pretty good. I, I got I got some bad news for you. The cookie is absolutely delicious. Uh-huh. And you immediately gain the benefits of a long rest after consuming it. Yay! Oh! So, like, you, like, you just feel vitalized. You feel uncannily vitalized from eating the cookie there. While you're hunched in a corner, you probably like have like a power <laughs> squat going on while you're eating the cookie for no reason. I'm he, assuming he looks like a little rat man. He's like, <laughs> you know, he's, you know, in the Lord of the Rings movies, when Gollum's like in his yep. squat, just eating. Like, yep. I, I absolutely had like. that image. Hey, yeah. They don't make them like they used to, but this is delicious. <laughs> I'm like. Seems not poisonous. I don't. I've only had one damage taken to me, so. I mean, like you, again. I have a very small just, appetite. So. Sure. I'm just saying, Night Shift probably doesn't relay what it does to you all. He, yeah, I'm just saying that. Not, <laughs> yeah. All, all you know is that the all you know is that the creepy the creepy trash man uh, isn't dead after wait, eating the cookie. Wait, so I know, I know exactly what Night Shift says after he says, "Wow, it feels like on a scale of th- uh, zero to thirty-three, I'm back at thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, how many cookies are there? Is there three cookies in there? There are exactly three cookies in the tin. I throw another cookie at night shift. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll take a cookie. And just in case, I'll make another elixir. I'll make one of resilience. If, if you throw it to him, he stores it in his beard for later and says that he'll need this come winter. I'll make, a, I'll make one of resilience to hold in my hand. And then I incorporate the cookie into my body. Okay, uh, Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. That's plus five. So that would be. Huh. I don't like that you. I don't like that you make them roll. Sketch <laughs> makes me nervous. <laughs> it's because they're expecting something bad. That's the reason why. <laughs> so nineteen. Okay. So like, as you incorporate, uh, what's your favorite flavor of cookie, Tim? Uh. White chocolate macadamia. <laughs> yeah, so the cookie was very nondescript, but it tastes like white chocolate macadamia. And you immediately gain the benefits of a long rest. So your hit points are healed up. Uh, any spells that you ca- anything that you use that was a recharge on a short rest or long rest immediately recharges. Uh, night shifts tasted like what children think Tide Pods taste like. Yes. <laughs> I, I, since nothing happens to me, <laughs> I give my 
um, elixir of resilience to sin and say, if you drink it, you get one bonus AC for 10 minutes. Like, I seem fine. I thought something worse was going to happen. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, there are the only other way to go is the door to the west. Uh, door to the west. Yeah, let's, let's go. Actually, what's well, sorry, I say you open the door and you see a set of stairs that go up. Okay, I think we should go. Also, before we leave the room, like night shift, you put the you close the door and put the rug back, right? I just want to be oh, clear. Oh, of course, absolutely. Right, right, I just... Oh, this time I was like, you know what? Let's try something like you did before, and I try to pick up the couch <laughs> <laughs> to to put it in between Can the door. Couch blocked away. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you're gonna mess up the Fang Shui. <laughs> Terrible. All right. So, you uh, do you leave the couch at the doorway as you go on up the stairs? Yes, I try to see if that that will stop the door from behind us from closing. Well, uh, what did we say earlier? I said it's all right. I'm Asian. We can keep going. <laughs> Wait, was that recorded? <laughs> uh, it's recorded now. Anyways, you go on up the stairs, which leads up to another door at the top of the stairs. Oh, well, I have a negative in strength, so I don't think I could take it up the stairs. So I'm just going to leave it there. All right. Uh, uh, you can go ahead and are going to open the door to go on, on up. Absolutely. I'm going to pour another cup of coffee for Senna. Oh, thank you so much. And it was a good idea. You know, you want to get the you want to get the ch- the couch up there. I think it was a good idea. Not everything works out. You, you had to pivot. You had to pivot to get it up the stairs. Just a bit. Nice shift. Are you a tea or coffee man? Windex. I open the door. All right. So <laughs> you op- So you open up the. You open up the door. Um. And you enter uh, a room that has only, uh, you enter a room. As you enter it, door closed behind you. There is a single door to the north. And there's also like some, looks like little like pillars that are on the ground that have little symbols on them that uh, like, you know, like shapes like squares, triangles and stuff like that. Um, puzzle, I, I, I puzzle, like puzzle. Uh, N- Night Shift is now primed and waiting for uh, every time we enter a room for the lights to go off and something to shoot appear in front of him. So he's just reflexively just going to fire off a bolt of Eldritch Blast anytime <laughs> the lights go out. <laughs> well, the lights have not gone out. The lights have not gone out. We enter the room, but you have like that was a have threat little, sketch. <laughs> you have uh, you have these little pillars there. And feel free to investigate the room if you wish. Okay. Well, you said there were symbols on these pillars? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Just roll your investigation to uh, interpret the room. Okay. I got a 12. Okay. With my plus nine, I got a 12. (laughs) I got a seven. With my plus four, I got a 14. You have one eye. Night shift. It's fine. He's got two eyes. They just don't point in the same direction. Well, <laughs> well. there's a couple things you notice as you as you know, there is like a fine layer of like dust on the ground. Oh God! Ooh, I'll put on another glove. <laughs> um, you may notice. You may also notice these pillars look almost like coffins that are sort of set up upright. And mm, it's metal. Night shift. You notice something else in the room because you know. 
Um, you, you, your, your sense work senses are tingling. Your detect work senses are tingling. I see. Uh, over the door that you just came in, there is a piece of wood that looks like it's from another piece of wood that broke. In other words, mystery basement. I'll have to get that. Well, now, now hold on. Night Shift has an, an, an ethical question here. We, with this this room, it looks kind of like a tomb, right? Uh, no, actually, it just kind of looks like the other rooms. It's just that the it's just that the floor, like, has some dust on it, and there are these uh, like pillars that look like coffins. Oh, ne- never mind that, because I was gonna say, because the coffins, if it looks like a tomb, aesthetically speaking, there should be a certain amount of dust, and he respects the classics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but in this case, step one, he's going to, of course, take the sign. Okay, okay, uh, okay. The sign says what? It says, welcome to, uh, says, welcome to Dusklade's mystery, dun- uh, mystery basement. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say the other sign said Dusklades. Yeah, Dusklades. Yeah, Dusklades mystery basement is effectively what it says. Did the the school ever run? An escape room, because this feels like an escape room. Are we in a team building exercise? I'm starting to feel like this is a team building exercise. I mean, Orwin was right. I do appreciate Night Shift more. Yes, but I don't think my teamwork with you could be any higher, my dear. Can we like bump? Can we bump elbows? All right. (laughs) So, so you, you found like, yeah, you, and also if you wish to, you can cast mending to fix the signs and now it looks nice and clean. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I was going to say that does bother me that that other sign was incomplete. So now at this point, yeah, you have these coffin like things and there's dust on the ground. Okay. Um, well, there's clearly a puzzle here. Uh, you, we, we investigated the room. Were there symbols on these coffins? Yes, there were. There was a square um, a triangle and a circle. Okay, big Harry Potter energy. Uh, I think we might have to press these in like an order, probably. Maybe I don't know. That's not Harry Potter. That's a filth element. This is Squid Games. Oh yeah, Squid Game. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll get the knife. <laughs> we all have to pick one of these movies. It's one of them. <laughs> but anyways, there are. Uh, the uh, but the, like those are the three little pillars, and there are uh, just markings on them mm-hmm. as such. So, uh, but like I said, the only other note is there's dust on the ground. Is there is there anything in in the dust where it's been like disturbed by anything that wasn't us so far? Mm, yes, you can actually see like little like areas where it looks like things have been pushed through the dust, leading up to where the coffins are. Okay. Um, this is rather than evil. That's what it is. Night shift is going to attempt to push the coffins back to where they seem to maybe have come from. All right. Um, um, if you attempt to do so, they slide remarkably easily. Like they, it doesn't take much effort to push them. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you're able to move them into position. The order, if it, uh, do you want to guess what the order is? Uh, it was a square, circle, triangle. Uh, well, there was just three. The, those were just what the three symbols were. Right. I'll do. I'm gonna guess it's circle, triangle, square. 
You'd be wrong. This is not a Squid Game reference. Get that out of your head. Oh, damn. I typed that in. I typed it in. I was going based off the number of sides. Ah, see, that's a good <laughs> thought there. But it depends on how one interprets what a side is on a circle. Look, man, I got like a, I got like a C in geometry. <laughs> I mean, I'll just restate. There's dust on the floor. I start dusting. <laughs> roll me a d20 to see how effective you dust. Uh, and everyone else rolls a constitution saving throw to keep from choking on the dust. <laughs> this is what we get. This is what we get for not being clever. Uh, do, I, do I add anything to this, uh, to my cleaning chip? You just add your shame. Yeah, roll, roll d20 plus proficiency. Got it. Oh no, I'm not a very proficient janitor. 13. I got a 14 plus 5. 19. 21. Alright, so... Alright, so, basically, Night Shift kind of goes off. Alright? You don't know where he got that broom from because he didn't come <laughs> into the building with it. He just has it now. Uh-huh. He's sweeping up a storm, and on the floor, and on the floor, you see three symbols. A triangle, a square, then the circle. And on like little like square indents on the ground. Based off the order he said that it, I'm going to push it in the triangle, then the square, then the circle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if if I need to convince Night Shift to do this with another cookie or something. <laughs> he, has a, he has a backup cookie already there. So you push the pieces around and you set them in place. Um, You know. As you do that, you hear like little clicks, audible clicks as they each kind of land in place. And then as uh, the last coffin, which is the last coffin do you put in place? Uh, that'd be the circle. The circle. The circle one. All right. As you put the circle one in place, uh, do a reflex saving throw for me, Night Shift. Oh, did we do it backwards? Yeah, just even a d20 plus two there, Night Shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 17. All right, the uh, the uh, the coffin with the circle bursts open, and you see what looks like uh, what looks like a wraith bursting out of it, right in front of you, as it floods flies into the room. I hope you just try to start sweeping it. <laughs> well, I, I, th- I think first what happens is like I, I, I'm guessing I made the reflex save, right? Yes, you did. You you did okay. fine. What what, what did you roll? Yeah. Uh, 17. Then yeah. Chip's upper body, like, he bends backwards at the knees for a moment until <laughs> so his back is perfectly parallel with the ground. And then, in this horrible, like, bone cracking sound, re unfurls to standing straight up. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. I, I think I have a T that can help with that. My goodness. <laughs> and uh, he's going to attack the ghost with an Elgin. Well, let's roll initiatives real quick then. Let's get our. Let's see, we're, we're yeah, this is our last encounter here. So, uh, when I see the wraith, I uh, pop open that potion. Potion, I pop open that potion and uh, bottoms up with the <laughs> potion of heroism. Fifteen. Okay, we got. What did you? What did you roll there for Tim? There, Pooh, for the initiative. <laughs> I got a four. Okay. Uh, night shift is fifteen. What is um, Sin's initiative? Twenty-two. All right. So, with that being said. Uh, Sin, you get the first, uh, action, and, uh, you have an ally that is adjacent to the Wraith. Uh, I'm, I'm going to attack the Wraith. All right, so, you go in, make your attack. 
And I've got, I don't know, can, it, can, it, can you attack a, a wraith with the daggers? I'm doing it. Why, I mean, why don't, you, why don't you try? Try and find out. <laughs> We're going to learn today. 22 hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. So that's going to be D4 plus 3 plus 3D6. 19. 19. Very good. All right. Uh, let me go ahead and just... Uh, I'm just so I, I do a stab stab, but I also flutter away. I'm like, <laughs> uh, that's fine. You can you can you can choose to do that. That's an option. Uh, let me get my character my notes here. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm not super clear on the mechanics of the wraith. I don't think I want to be super clear. It did just come out of a coffin. Mm -hmm. Um. And I want to take care of Night Shift because I'm, I'm feeling a little closer now. But also, I'm like, what the fuck did you just do with your body? So. <laughs> um, and, hence the, the it's in It's going to get worse out. in a moment. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So let's see here. 19. So that's. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to do math in my head. I'm really bad at math in my head here. So I apologize for the humming, humming, humming. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, you get that attack off and you flit away. Uh, the Wraith is up, and it's going to try to attack Night Shift. Okay, okay. I, I hope this isn't uh, Mr. Dustglade. <laughs> um, it rolls a 10 on its attack roll. Does that hit Night Shift? It does not. <laughs> All right, so basically what you see is, like, the Wraith, like, reaching up and, like, this claw-like hand swipes at Night Shift, but Night Shift bends back even further... <laughs> oh no, please stop. It's just trying to get your cookie. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> or you think it is. Um and uh that's that's all it can do in its turn. Like it doesn't want to it doesn't move away from night shift because it's going after the thing that interfered with its coffin. So night shift, you're up. What do you do? Uh, okay. Well, I dislike that this this fiend, this dastardly little creature. Uh, wants my cookie and also destroyed that nice coffin that I now have to repair. I mean, this uh, is the I, fault. Is this Night Shift's fault because you're the one who has this like OCD wanting to put everything in its place and we didn't need to do this? Uh, it's his literal job. <laughs> his literal job. <laughs> okay. I am going to cast uh, Dissonant Whispers on it. It rolls a 16 and therefore saves against your Dissonant Whispers. Is there any effect? So what, roll the damage for me, please. Uh, oh, this is also, I guess, being cast at a third level spell slot. So that would be uh, for each slot level above first. So that's 5d6. So Go ahead and roll that roll damage. 5d6. 19, so that'd be whatever that is half. Nine. It halves and rounds down. So that has okay. Uh cool. Do, do, do. All right. So does Night Shift do anything else after that attack? Uh so Night Shift's uh two eyes finally go move slowly to the center of his face. Oh no. <laughs> and then go all, all black as he uh, slowly raises an arm and points his index finger at this creature and just lets an open mouth silent scream <laughs> for six seconds and then lowers his arm back down and his eyes go back to pointing in different directions. Very wholesome. Love it. Disturbing. <laughs> oh gosh, Tim touched his face and now he's making like a. Oh. 
Well, while you're touching yourself there, Tim, uh, what are you going to do now in this situation <laughs> here? Um, he is going to make sure to not get any type of close to that creature. I'm not sure how Wraith, uh, their resistance and stuff like that, but I'm going to assure that I'm pretty sure I can take acid. And acid is my specialty. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to cast Acid Arrow. All right, go ahead and roll. 26. All right, that hits. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, 44. And again, Alchemic Savant, I do an extra four damage. So get them, sweet cheeks. Oh, that was terrible. Well, <laughs> it's 12 damage. I do like that the fairy is like very <laughs> effective. Oh, and it, and it takes an extra 2d4 acid at the end of its next turn. I don't know if I'd do an extra four damage with that, though. All right. Well, uh, no, because it'll only be on one die from the spell. So it only applies in the first one there. Um, at the end of this thing, there is a little bit of sense between Sin and Tim that there's that the damage that they're putting out is not as effective as you would hope. I mean, it's still doing stuff, but there's a little inefficacy to what's going on. But you're still hurting it, so. Hmm. Um... So there are some other things that I could be doing, like what I did with um, the Hobgoblin to do a stronger attack. You already do that naturally because an ally is adjacent to the enemies. Okay, so okay. You... So I didn't need to do the insightful fighting right. like I did then. Right. I mean, your other thing might apply. We'll get to that on the next tur- on the next turn initiative here. I know what you're thinking about doing here. Okay. So. <laughs> Thank you, Sketch. So, All right, I'm rolling a D20. Yeah, so go ahead and make your, yeah. So you fly in and you try to stab at at the wraith with your dagger again. I get a 12. Uh, that hits. Oh. So go ahead and uh, do my roll your damage. Slash. Yeah. yeah, do your, that's 1D4 plus 3 plus 3D6. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's how much damage you Take need to do. Take fucking a... that. <laughs> Plus, okay, I, I just... All right, Cupcake. Okay. 362 Three... damage. Thanks, Sketch. It's been a great show. <laughs> Sneak attack. Okay. Uh, what, what, that D became a five somehow. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my brain. <laughs> is, is, uh, some, it's like night shifts. Okay, so... <laughs> okay 13 all right all right cool all right so uh after that the turn rolls over and the wraith raises its arm to try to attack night shift again oh can i react to to someone else being attacked that that's that, that's literally what your power is about yeah so silvery barbs is that are we on the same page i will rewind i need to do the attack first and we'll then see if Silver Barbs applies here. So. Yeah, maybe Nightshift will practice limbo again. <laughs> uh, 13 is the attack roll. I've decided I'm not going to do it to help Nightshade. <laughs> I mean, Nightshift. I don't know why I started calling you Nightshade. Nightshade. That's his, that's his deviant art, OC. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Tim has probably seen it, though. The race turn comes up. It raises its arms and attempts to do a life drain on Night Shift for whatever life there might be in him. It swings its arm, and on the initial roll, it connects with a 13. 
So absolutely not. I'm going to use my silvery barbs reaction. And I'm going to read that off. You magically distract the triggering creature and turn its momentary uncertainty into encouragement for another creature, which is you, Night Shift, because we're friends now, because I fully believe this is a team-building activity escape room that we've been sent to by Headmaster Orwin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, the triggering creature must re-roll the d20 and use the lower roll. So you get disadvantage, Sketch. And in fact, it rolls a 12 on the re-roll, which, <laughs> does that miss? Yeah, it does. I have a 13. So, it's and, just enough. And, yep. and um, the after effect is that uh, Night Shift, I guess, has the advantage on the next yes, roll. Yes, I does. would like Night Shift to have the, the advantage. Oakley dokley. Can, can I describe what, what happens when he, he dodges this attack due to her... her, her You're going to anyway. Uh, yes. Uh, so I, I think Night Shift once again attempts to limbo his way out of this, but he starts to lean back and his back just kind of... You hear like a bad crack? Like an old man that's th thrown out his spot. He goes, oh, my, my back! And then just <laughs> with wins. a little bit of encouragement, he gets, the, he gets that just little bit he needs to keep going backwards. <laughs> oh my gosh alright this is probably like one of those blow up water gun things where you shoot water into somebody into it until it goes up and then you win a prize yeah okay I'll cast hex as a bonus action on this little guy yeah Going to, yeah, yeah, you got you hex it up like your the eldritch school graffiti shows up all over the wraith as you hex it mm -hmm. and it says uh uh <laughs> uh, come on, what, was the, what was the thing we said before? Squeezing? Get it? Squeeze it right in the squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> Not squeeze it right in the squeezy. <laughs> Is that what the graffiti says? <laughs> yeah, it's a squeeze it right in the squeezy. <laughs> Uh, okay. God, no, it to, gets worse every time. And I'm going to yeah. Eldritch Blast twice, which I means I think I'm right in the times. Yeah, right in the yep. Scrissy. Do it. Uh, one, uh, two, and then I might as well just only roll a third time. Uh, three. So, yeah, those would be effect the effective rolls. I just, I want every listener to be like, what the fuck is squeezing? All right, so the total damage there is what? Know. 2d10 <laughs> plus 8 plus 2d6? Uh, yeah, 2d, 2d6. And the target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability. Uh, dexterity, sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. So roll that, da roll that tasty damage there. Uh, nine, so that's 18 plus 14, which is a number that exists in the universe as I type it into Google. 32! Yeah, there we go. It's 32. 33, mm -hmm. actually. 32 <laughs> damage, yeah. So, like, you hit that, and normally necrotic damage wouldn't hurt a wraith, but this one seems pretty affected by it there, so... Mm. Something's going on. So, yeah, so with that... Uh, it looks pretty raggedy after that hit. It's pretty rough. Uh, Tim, it is your turn. That that the wraith looks like it's on its it's 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 on the ropes. What do you do? Well, I remember that it needs to do. It takes another d d two d four acid damage. Ooh, that's right. We'll we'll have it kick in now. So let's see here. 
Uh, okay, yeah, so it takes a few extra hits, so it's it's really close to being done at this point here. I took an extra five damage minus something from the acid, from the acid arrow. So it's looking really rough, Tim. Now that that's going on, I'm going to continue what my acid spray and do, uh, my, another a bubble. It worked well last time. All right, so what does the acid spray do? What do I need to do for that? Uh, if a, the DC... Why Why did it disappear? Where's my action? Where's my spells? Oh, yeah. A, you had a dexterity 15 save. Dexterity 15 save. Well, let's see here. Uh, It's a save, not an ability check. So it makes 15. So what, is ha- what happens to the damage for that? Just type 362 and hit enter. <laughs> oh, no. You take one. Yeah. So uh, it's a cantrip. So it takes none. Uh. Why does this take one then? It must succeed. Oh, it must succeed. Um, gotcha, succeed gotcha. Cantrip, take, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, cantrips. So, I like that. So, like, so you, know, you throw, you put up a bubble, and the bubble, like, you know, bounces, bounces off because this, you know, it's a bubble ghost. Effectively, <laughs> there's a nice Apple II GS reference for you all, or Amiga reference for you all. Anyways, and the bubble floats off and pops elsewhere, leaving us with sin. I think it'd be funny if we all miss, and it just takes acid damage. <laughs> All right, roll your damage. That's 1d4 plus, yeah, plus all that stuff there. Is that is that right? I got 13 again. <laughs> well, how does it look like when you finish off the uh, Wraith here? Um, I like the idea that I, f- I fly down because I have been flying and disengaging and flying. Um, but this time, pretty much knowing that Night Shift just seems to like to... <laughs> To bend in these ways, mm-hmm. like a fly, fly over, night shift. You bend. It's almost like we're doing a dance. Um, and then I do my like swish and flick um, with my daggers. So what happens is, is you stab the dagger right into the wraith, and you hear a, a pop, effectively. And when the pop happens, you see like. Uh, the latex for like a balloon fall down from underneath it and you see that it looks like basically like a bedsheet ghost that's been suspended by a string from the ceiling of the room as you dispense with it. <laughs> I was like, I know what that is. That is latex. I can tell you what. <laughs> it's actually vinyl. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Even better. But uh, so there you go. The the wraith has been felled. Um, it's just a little mystery house. Just a little. <laughs> it's, it's a mystery a, basement. It says. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right, all right. I say good work, everyone. It seems like we are here to be better friends. I think I want us all to take a selfie. Night, night shift is mending the coffin. Oh, mending the coffin. Okay, well, whatever. I'm still taking a selfie. Um, let's get Mr. Jolly good. This is our first team building exercise. A selfie with what? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> What's a selfie? Uh, I think I take out a piece of paper and I think about how we would look. And then I do magical tinkering. And it puts a picture of how it should look of us looking back at at piece of paper. I love it. It looks nothing like this, Tim. I love it. (laughs) All right. Well, after you do the mending on the coffin, the only thing really left is that there is a door leading to the north. Uh, We, of course, go through the door. All right. 
You go through the door and you're greeted with a un slightly unusual sight. So it's unusual in that, like, what you see in here is the following. So there's like, there's a, there's another rug. There is a little dining table with four chairs set on it. There's some small dishes set out and there's like cake and other similar items on the table nearby the dishes. Um, it's a little celebration for our, us completing our team building exercise. Could you pour some tea, Tim? Absolutely. Uh, if anyone wants to roll perceptions or investigations, you may do so to investigate right. this room. We are at that table. <laughs> so tootly. Oh, fuck. What did you roll there? I botched. Oh, I well, got a one. You're, you're Plus nine. The, you're so enthralled by the cake there. Is perception or investigation? I mean, I didn't Either eat the or. Cookie. Your choice. Investigation for me. 23. All right. First thing of note, the door that you came through doesn't close behind you. Okay. <gasps> Second note, um, there's some other things like barrels and other items of choice in there. There's a, um, there's like a little card on the table that has like the words congratulations written on it. Mm -hmm. um, the other things of note is that on the far corner, there's like something that looks like, well, an oven in the room and then along the follower wall nearby the oven is a simple treasure chest are these cakes fresh what do the cakes <laughs> seem fresh i thought i said are the kicks fresh like are the shoes like what, what kicks do we have so are wow, the, so, the, so are cool. the cakes um yeah um well they're fresh it's it's not it's not like they're they, they are if you examine the cake the cake appears to be uh, freshly made, yes. Can I enlarge the cake? You may use enlarge reduce to make the cake even bigger if you wish. I have but one question. Is there any gum stuck to the underside of this table? No. <laughs> okay, thank God. Um, but I, I, uh, but I is there honey to his tea? But if you want to, in, but if you want to examine anything else in the room, you'll have to, you know, get closer to those other items. But um, I'm interested in the treasure chest. I'll say there's a there's a running oven in this room. Yes, that's a good. The oven is actually running. Oh well, that's that's just unsafe. So once Joe deals with the treasure chest, I'm gonna go turn that off. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna incorporate this cake into my body and give it a taste. Yeah, I mean, you cut us all a slice, honey, and I'm gonna go Absolutely. look at this shiny new thing and see what we got. I'm I taste it first, checking for poison or disease. All right. Well, um, <laughs> now that you're up at the, the chest, um, I'll deal with uh, Night Shift first. Hey, Night Shift. So you go to the oven. Um, you don't really see a way to turn it off. But you do notice four letters written on the oven. O-O-J-D. Oh, the other thing said M-D. And this says O-O-J-D. Or, or or when jolly good. Wait, no, I'm just kidding. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right, we gotta put the we gotta put the little weasel right in the oven. Oh, uh, <laughs> can I? So, oh, I, I might need to check the tin and see if there was any letters in there. Um, uh, you, we'll worry about those things later. The first thing we have, the other thing of note. Um, okay, sin, you go up to the, the chest. Um, roll insight. <laughs> 17. You roll 17. Okay. Um, 
you notice that the chest just faintly like has a slight twitch to it at times in a way that they're not supposed to do that they're not supposed to do that yes um so i'm a little taken aback um and i say i say fellas this is not a chest what the fuck is this when you say not a chest Mm -hmm. come over here right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as the cake is I need you Tim as, as the cake is smushed in me I start walking night, over Nightwatch night as he's trying to figure out how to turn off this oven will just say I know it's probably some sort of creature masqueraded as a chest <laughs> oh really uh, I'm I'm bringing out my little daggers and I'm poking it uh, as you approach as you get the dagger close you hear a voice saying ah, shit don't hurt me please Aww. oh Tim pour a cup of tea Oh, sure. <laughs> I pour another cup of tea. Now, I've taken, as Skitch had mentioned earlier, several, maybe three times, you know, high stakes negotiation tactics classes. <laughs> um, and I think we should approach with caution, Blake. Honey, sorry, sorry, sorry. What What's going on here? I thought you were just a little treasure chest. Uh... Uh, it, it's, uh, I, I, I just wanted to say congratulations for, for, for making it through my, my little mystery dungeon. Uh, well, it was quite interesting. Oh, can I roll to see how the cake tasted? Uh, uh, in this case, uh, I want you to roll, uh, I want you to roll, yeah, constitution saving throw. Plus five. Oh, my favorite number, eight. Oh, wow. So um, it's almost too rich. That's like, so it's like, it's like, like, oh, you should like, I should not have had all that at once. This was, this was a nibbling cake, not a devouring cake. Oh, like my favorite cheesecake. Ooh. You live and learn. Yeah, I'm going to have to take an extra cup of tea for that one. The chest, Mr. Dusty, is this like mixed dust glades? Do you run this place? Uh, uh, dust glade is where I'm from. Oh, um, well, tell us about yourself. Do you, do you want some cake? Uh, no, no, the cake is for you. I made it. <gasps> well, here's oh. some tea. Would you like honey or cream? Wait, wait, hold on a second. How'd you make a cake? You don't got arms. Now, night shift, don't be rude. Uh, a, a, uh, as you say, as you look over the mimic and say that, uh, and you feel a hand tap you on the shoulder. Oh dear! And when you look, you see an arm reaching to you from the ceiling, and it waves lightly. <laughs> I have my cross, my crossbow is out and ready. Ah, ceiling arms. That makes sense. Carry on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, then, and, 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 and then the arm like recesses away into the ceiling, um, and and the uh, the the chest says. Uh, the the oven over there, it it, it's it's what I use to make the cake. Well, that's that's so sweet of you. Do you have a name? Uh, uh, my my name is uh my my name my uh, creator called me uh, Toy Witch, and <gasps> uh and my uh I I, t- I his name was Ar- Arnold, so I I call myself Arnie. Well, that's a little weird, honey. I think you need therapy, but um, could you tell us how to turn off this oven? Oh, you don't need to worry about the oven. It, it, it just makes desserts. 
Are you aware that you're currently in a waste recycling facility? Uh, I, I'm aware that this is where I am. I don't know how I got here. When my, uh, when my, my creator, uh, passed away when we were living in Dusklade, uh, the, the villagers came in and threw me out along with the, uh, the oven of just desserts over there. And somehow, not the oven of just, just desserts. desserts. <laughs> oh my gosh! You poor thing, Arnie. And 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 somehow I ended up over here. Well, we gotta do something about this. Do you like making desserts, Arnie? Uh, well, yeah. I also like making uh, little dungeons. That's what my master made me to do. I can, and and as Arnie sort of, like, says this, you can see the room, like, around you just shift entirely to look like one of the other rooms in the building. Whoa. So, much like how uh, a... the flicker. So, much like how a mimic can change their own body, uh, I'll just say this, you can intuit this sin directly. This mimic can manipulate the world, the, the building around it. Mm-hmm. But they're not malicious. And this is amazingly powerful. N- Nightship snaps his fingers, remembering something, and he he strolls up to to little Arnie, gets down on one knee, and says, "All right, we're on uh, we're on a bit of a, a job here. Do you know anything about a uh, what was it, Orba Conolinkus? Yes. Oh well. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I was going to ask about the initials, like, well, what about the O-O-J-D? Yeah, M-D-O-O-J-D. M-D. Uh, 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 I don't know anything, I don't know anything about an orb, but, uh, the, 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 the coin is what I would give as little tokens to the kids who go through the dungeon. It, it stands for Mystery Dungeon. Of course it does. The oven is oven of just desserts. Oh, no. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Oh. It, 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 it just makes desserts. <laughs> I love this. All right. I love this. You're coming with us. How do we get I, out yeah, I'm, I'm going to pull Tim to the side, I think, because I don't think Night Shift really cares about the students or their learning. Here's, here's the thing. He's not meant to be in the trash recycling facility. So Night Chip's going to get to work on getting this little creature to where he needs to be, and he's going to start uh, ritual casting Tensor's floating disc. Mm. Uh, so you're planning on taking uh, uh, Arnie with you. Okay. Um, I'll also throw in, while you're doing all this... Um, I think we should ask Arnie how how they feel about this. Tim. Mm-hmm. Give me an intelligence check, please. Oh, my specialty. Yes. Incidentally, this party has one charisma, one wisdom, and one intelligence specialist. It's accidentally well lined up there, because I, I know you did not intend that to be the party composition here, so. Yeah, that's good. A dirty 20. Well, the, uh, well, for the, for the one moment of clarity, you remember what Orin actually was talking about, which was a, the magic item has something to do with conjuration, which is the branch of magic that includes creation teleportation and otherwise and an oven that can just create desserts out of nothing would fall under the purview of conjuration oh yeah i thought i was gonna take that oven so 
uh, Arnie is just like Arnie's sort of like looking up at uh uh looking up at night shift as you're casting the tensors floating disc and it's like um are, are you sure that you all want to take me along with you you and this oven yes i don't know if you've ever thought about how you could be helping other people with this beautiful gift you have honestly to make these dungeons but i think there's a lot of students out there who uh, might benefit from this team building exercise. You, I don't know if you've got like a video cam or we don't know what video cameras are. <laughs> right, right. I, I don't know if you understood how much this had an effect on our little team, but you've changed our lives. We're taking your oven. Um, and if you'd like to come to the school, I think you should meet our headmaster. You can do, you can be so beneficial to these kids, especially the one earlier who was, what was he doing? Screaking? I am not a great guidance counselor. Let me just be honest. (laughs) Let me just kind of say that. (laughs) Man, I'm bad at my job. (laughs) (laughs) I need this little box to do do my job for me. Just like I'm going to sit back, sip tea with Tim, and uh, watch this little box fix all the kids' problems (laughs) on their (laughs) their own. Okay. Uh, Well, it, it, it is trivial to kind of move all these things. In fact, um, Toy Witch is not very large, so Tim could easily carry Toy Witch um, if necessary. The oven, though, you could definitely float that on the floating disc there. Gotcha. I'm holding um, Arnold. I have Sin on my shoulder and the weasel on my other shoulder. Can your mage hand uh, get the cake? Oh, yes, I put on another glove. I mean, I know we can make more cake, but it's just like symbolic. This was the cake we earned together. Uh, Night Shift, I got a question for you. Uh, do you do you try getting like any, uh, do you try to get a dessert out of the oven? Uh, is there anything in there? Um, If you reach in, there might be. Uh, I think Night Shift's more, more focused. Well, well, what if it's dirty inside? You got to see. You can't, like, take you know the what? oven. Yeah, I've got to see. You baited me. I've, I'm falling for the bait. I reach inside the oven. Cool. Um, let me see here. You pull out a banana split sundae. <gasps> wow. I don't really understand how this worked, but this, okay. This oven is having an identity crisis. <laughs> no, it, it's... It makes desserts. Yeah, I need hot this oven. or cold. Hot or cold. I remember yeah. the last time I encountered a magical oven. That old witch tried to cook me. She got what was coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> so are we coming back to the headmaster's office like slow motion, perfect party, so so synergistic, and we're just I <laughs> I want to thank him for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. What were you saying, Pooh? I think Tim has a milkshake. Okay. <laughs> Pulls a milkshake out of the oven while it's floating by. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I will say that if you leave the, uh, the the if you leave the the trash pile with um, Toy Witch in tow, like as you leave, the pile sort of like re- reverts back to its original state and kind of collapses down to a much smaller pile, uh, much to the excitement of the waste management graduate students who are just like observing it from afar. Yeah, I was about to say, hey, clean this up. And you're welcome. <laughs> oh, and before they go by, I give them, I spit out some potions to help them 
speed up along the way. Swiftness. Potions, elixirs of swiftness. Well, accidental team building accomplished. The uh, Our heroes return back to Orin's office, to which you see the gnome, like, just resting uh, at his desk. He has, like, an ice bag, like, pressed up against his face. Um, and there's, like, uh, not really, like, a glum look on the face, but just, like, a flustered look on his face as you all return. I pour him a cup of tea. Headmaster Orin, what happened? Uh, a representative of one of the fiend patrons made their opinions very well known and caused second-degree burns. So I'm going to have to find a facility to keep them away from the celestial patrons. It's very awkward. This is not a hotel. I don't know why we have to host all these patrons. <sighs> Just point me a direction. I'll give them a healing. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. If only there was some way to have several rooms created out of thin air for exactly what you needed to keep people separated. Huh. I, 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 I can tell what you're saying, but I will point out that I've been able to observe your activities this entire time. Honestly, we figured. We knew this was your little team building. <laughs> uh, like, 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 uh, like, uh, like you look like you like look at Night Shift and then you look at like uh, JJJ, who is somehow holding like a very small ice cream cone in his front paws. And it's just like <laughs> going to town on that. Oh, mm hmm. So a little spy on us. Hmm. I was going to blame the broom that came out of nowhere, but this also works. Or, or like, Orin shrugs and says, I told you he was my familiar, and you insisted on taking him. So... <laughs> the Night Shift has no reaction to this, doesn't understand the problem. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, uh, I look at Tim, like, we look at each other, we look, we look at, um, we look at JJ, Jolly Good, we look at Orwin. That oven is going in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> oh, I think it's, I, I think it's, it, I think it might be best suited with, um, what's her name again? Uh, he points over to like the, the, the chest that you have sling under your arm, Tim. And the chest is like almost, it's Arnie, Arnie, uh, toy, witch. toy, witch. uh, let me see here. Uh, we shall. How? What? What do we say? Dungeon Master Toy Witch. <gasps> Congratulations! I believe, I believe that the uh, oven would be best in their capable appendages. Besides, interesting use of the word appendages. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I saw things. Okay. Oh. Well, I apologize. <laughs> But uh, but like but like the 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 chest is like quivering a little bit like nervously mostly because toy which is not used to being carried around outside of it outside of his dungeon obviously but uh, I'm gonna give toy witch a clonopin and a cup of tea <laughs> just a little Xanax and a cup of tea oh also I give I give um night shift a cup of tea but I had it dyed blue from the inside to look like Windex but warm. 
He says, "Ah, thank you." And he um he pulls out his lower eyelid and slowly pours. Uh, oh my god! Why? Oh, I thought I thought I, th- I thought you were gonna take the cup and stuff it in your beard for safekeeping. Uh, you no, know, but he does eat the cup. But this is much worse. <laughs> but he does eat the cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I f- we find it endearing now. We find all of this very endearing. Uh, Orwin says. I believe there is at least some facilities on site where where Arnie can find a home. Uh, we'll see what we can do for this, but I believe what you... I believe, as you alluded to, uh, Miss Sin, uh, team building is a fair uh, application of Arnie's talents. If... They seem capable and willing to engage in that, at least. I've got plenty more of these Zannies, Arnie. You just let me know. Mm-hmm. We got you. Uh, th- thanks. It just sort of shakes a bit more, like nervously. <laughs> I've as... made things much worse. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so with that being said, uh, we could do a little epilogging on what happens in the aftermath. Like, you know, you th- like you, was- you have Jimbo go in. So I guess here's my question. How do you decide to... Fr- to set up the framing device for the dungeon. Do the students know about Toy Witch? Do they think it's some mysterious entity that is just no, like... Oh, yeah, I think they have to go through what we did. This is how you learn. You could you could set up the entrance in the bowels of, like, the the, the building, or the, the college's, like, boiler rooms and stuff like that. Also, also known as Night Ship's Domain. So you have to get past the creepy janitor to even enter this magical realm. I think it becomes a, a dare. And I think it becomes like that all of the students have against each other. And it's known as squeezing. <laughs> yes. Yes to all of you. I was going to say, I was going to say also um, students who are particularly problematic. Um, we knocked them out with tea and Xanax. Oh my and god! We put them on the disc, and then when they wake up, they're inside and don't. Cut know what's this! Going cut on. this, Austin. We're gonna get arrested. But at the end, <laughs> at the end of it, we're waiting there. We're like, "Good job!" And we do like the Evangelion. Congratulations! Congratulations! And there's like cake and tea waiting for them. Yeah, and they signed consent forms when they enrolled. You realize that when you do this, you're gonna get called in front of the the patrons in the PTA meeting. They're gonna be like, "Fire these fuckers! They assaulted my uh, they assaulted my progeny here." Oh no no no! The tea that they have at the end of it knocks them out again, and they wake <laughs> up in their bed. That's too. That doesn't help anything. They, it's a dream. Drug, <laughs> drugging people multiple times doesn't solve problems. We have <laughs> magical sleep. Powers, <laughs> right? We have magical oh, no, sleep powers. We've learned nothing except we've begun. We've grown more powerful. As a group, we've grown more powerful. Look, look, yeah, I can speak from experience. If you haven't gone <laughs> through graduate school without several horribly traumatizing experiences, why'd you even go? <laughs> I think that night shift deserves a new name tag, and uh, I'm going to make one that says night shift very clearly. Uh, I'm going to notice two things that will happen. One, uh, when you put that name tag on Night Shift, it somehow changes to indecipherable text anyways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, I assume that's what happens there. That makes sense. Yeah, pretty much, that feels right. That feels right. And secondly, and secondly upon hearing like uh, Night Shift remark about graduate school, or it's like, by the way, Mr. Mister Shift, uh, 
Mr. Shift, I looked through your records and there aren't any records. It's just page after page of inane rambling about toilet dynamics. Wasn't that your PhD? That, that night shift uh, night shift leans back in the chair and sort of stretches and says, "Ah, oh, this conversation. I've had this about oh, I don't know three thousand times now. Look, Sonny, I've been here here long before you, and I'll be here long after you're dead." And he walks <laughs> into the closet and goes away. <laughs> oh, back into the closet. I'm in to talk to him about that. Uh, or just sighs, is like. Uh, this is going to reflect poorly on my annual annual review, I feel, one way or another. Under the closet, I flip a book, coming out and being your magical self, and I push it under the door. <laughs> Amazing. And again, much better guidance counselor than I've ever been. Although he does seem to think that being in the closet involves a literal closet, which is a bit concerning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I will say that if you open the door like to the closet, there's no one in there. Night shift enters through the um, through the regular entrance and then empties a waste paper basket. <laughs> yep, that's that's exa- as as expected there. So the uh, the the school has now found itself in the possession of a eldritch nightmare, the likes the world has never seen, and a cute mimic. Um, Hell yeah! And I think that's a fine enough point as any to end this episode on. So. Stay tuned to see if uh, Tim and Sin get fired at the PTA. <laughs> I'm going to have so many cheesecakes. And, and they're all going to be full of <laughs> things to make you forget that you were ever here. I thought I thought I thought those cheesecakes were to be like conjured selfies. Like that's what you meant by cheesecakes. Anyways, <laughs> with that being said, let's re-roll back through the participants. Remind us all who you are, where can we find you, um, and all that stuff. Let's start with you, Joa. Cool. So I'm Joa. Thank you, Sketch, for having me. This was a lot of fun um, and mostly weird. Uh, because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Joa. I'm at Pussyful of Wasps on Twitter. Um, if you want to sh- see me just posting memes and shit, please give my boyfriend money austin yorski patreon.com austin yorski yep slash austin yorski and uh if you want to follow the funding for social change things if you're doing something super cool for your community or doing organizing for racial justice or trying to fuck up the police um funding for social change is at change funding on literally everything twitter instagram facebook I don't have a lot of followers. Please follow me. <laughs> All right. That's me. <laughs> um, I am Brandon Lee, also known as Pooh. You can find me on the internet at the Bucketless Gamer on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook Gaming, and Twitch. Follow me. Make me affiliate so I can take streaming seriously. Um, you can also find our podcast, The Legend of Nat One, like I rolled on that one today. Um, it's okay to start at season two when I got better at editing. Don't judge me. We did a recap and everything. You can just start from season two. I swear I got better at editing. I love that. Um, and also, um, for if you live in New York City or just want to get into the Discord, really, for uh, protected queer spaces, find NYC Gamer. That is G A Y M E R. 
The Y means you belong. Hello, I'm Dan Leonard. Thank you once again for having me here. I don't have, like, nice things that I do to help people. Um, I work in tech support, which is the most evil position you can really be doing. No, that's uh, so helpful. Uh, not, not when I'm providing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you seen Night Shift? I mean, come on. You're the, you're the Night Shift of the tech team. <laughs> I'm, I'm also, and I'm just going to leave this unexplained, I'm literally a diversity hire. <laughs> I am by definition a diversity hire for my job. Uh, if you want to follow me, there's nothing. Really I'm so out. confused. Yeah, there's nothing. Really, uh, there's nothing really out there. Uh, there's marvelous Mr. D on Twitter. And uh, later tonight, when you lie awake, paralyzed in bed, unable to move, I will be there at the foot, staring at you from the darkness. Yeah, that's right. I'm your sleep paralysis demon. Look, don't judge me. I moonlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and I was your uh, dungeon master in name only, uh, uh, Michael Schicciano Skitch. You can find me at Skitch Music on Twitter. You can also uh, go to the website, michaelskitchiano.com, buy music at skitch.bandcamp.com, or find me on the Dice Funk Discord. And if you wanted to support all this, uh, go give Austin money. That's the important thing here. We've seen Critical Role made millions. We know it's money in D&D. Yeah, oh, wait, hold on, I forgot my one last request. Uh, draw draw Femboy uh, janitor art. That's all I need. It's my it's my one goal in life. Fem, femboy night shift. That was the whole point of this. <laughs> that was yeah, the whole point of this. It, it, look, look there's, a, there's a 19 step plan, that's step five. I need it to happen. <laughs> <laughs>